Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is adventure number 34. Great to have you here. Thanks for joining us on our crazy escapades. I want to give a quick shout out to one of our patrons, Hamderbeek. Oh man, is that a mouthful? Hamderbeek, aka Sam. He has been a uh, patron subscriber for 12 months. Thank you so much, Hamderbeek. And I also wanted to make note of a bit of uh, news that season three, we are right now on Adventure 34. Before that, we had 16 podcast episodes. That's 50 full adventures so far for season three. That's more content than seasons one and two combined. So hats off to everybody here and all this crazy adventuring. Holy moly, that is a ton. And lastly, I wanted to make note that uh, tonight we are using the a new virtual tabletop, the Foundry of VTT. Uh, we're very excited to use it. We got it all set up. Uh, there may be a little bit of growing pains and clicking as we figure things out uh, over the next uh, couple of weeks, but we're uh, excited to get going with it. And we are coming to you live right now at twitch.tv slash ingloriousbards. Don't forget you can check out the uh, previous episodes on Twitch. Uh, up to 60 or 90 days. Beyond that, you can find us on our YouTube page. And as always, we are available on every podcast platform. You can check that out, as well as the Discord link to join the community at, at ingloriousbards.com. So enough of all that. Uh, let's get started with Adventure 34, and we will begin with a recap of what happened last time from Jeremy. The Night Skull was summoned to Hazen Depths after the defenders pushed a ship uh, underwater over a crevasse further down, a giant maelstrom whirlpool started and all hell broke loose, almost literally. Dark fog appeared, the Night Skull came in, and with our original crew now deceased, only the defenders were in charge with our ragtag crew of, of, of few survivors that we had left. Palik took the helm and took the fight right to the Night Skull, started charging right at them, getting away from the Maelstrom in the process. That proved harder than expected. The Night Skull was able to fire these rotting uh, blasts at us from nearly a mile away. We could not get close enough at all to get ready to attack them. So halfway into the charge, naturally a kraken appears or some giant great purple uh, tentacled beast that started attacking the ship on behalf of the Night Skull, forcing us to turn around and try to get on the other side of the maelstrom. The Night Skull tried to catch up with us, and we did everything we could to possibly get out and around, and maybe even slingshot across, but instead, the ship sank right in, and we dropped into the Maelstrom, only to not die as expected, or at least the way we expected, and popped up uh, among a bunch of islands, some five tall spired islands in a different time of day, suddenly rested, suddenly healed. And now we have this completely different area with these uh, big towers over water, chains connecting them. So we investigated. Uh, Brenros made all the power of his swimming abilities that he could, and Yaru started flying from spire to spire. Eventually, we went up one that had uh, a statue up top that we weren't even able to, to investigate because there was a giant pterodactyl-like bird that was up there, a huge winged creature that had this sonic screech that uh, damaged most of us. 
while we were fighting that and getting ready to take it down, another creature appeared. Some great finned lizard, huge, gargantuan, in fact, in size, that started attacking and fighting us and ate Piercy. At least that's what it looks like, because Piercy got swallowed up whole into his mouth. And while we were trying to fight and get him out, the, the lizard leapt off of the spire and dove into the water another hundred or so feet down. And that's where we left off, hopefully all still alive. So from there, let the adventure begin. A young woman runs down a path towards a boathouse, holding up her fine dress so it doesn't get muddy. She ducks behind a barrel as her name is called out from the main house. Fiel! She looks back and sees her father, his old friend, and a young man standing outside with a lantern, trying to find her in the darkness. Fiel opens the rickety door to the boathouse and quickly gets to work getting a small boat ready. With a creak of a floorboard, she turns and yelps. Standing inside the boathouse is the old farmhand wiping his hands on a dirty towel. What you up to, girl? What's all this rushing about? I thought you were all busy with your party tonight. That's no party I want any part of. They just want to show me off to the neighbors so he can see how good a wife I'll be for his son. Fiel tosses extra rope and a bag of food into the boat. As she grabs onto the last line to cast off, the old man grabs hold of the rope. Well, what's wrong with being a wife? You've got a good house and they're a good family. And be a farmer's wife, just like mother, wasting away my years in the dirt? That's not going to be me if I have anything to say about it. Her name is called out again from the main house. The farmhand looks at the young woman sternly. Well, what do you want, girl? Where are you off to? To the city. To Mirskan. To earn my own way. To get my own house. To be whatever I want to be. I'm done being stuck here on this farm. The farmhand thinks for a moment before tossing the line into the little boat. He gives her a warm smile. Well, get going then. I'll tell them I spotted you running for the road. And watch out for the open sea. She can be dangerous. Fiel kisses the old farmhand on the cheek and jumps into the boat. Thank you. It is years later in a cramped wash house in the city of Mirskan. A woman rubs sweat off her head while scrubbing a shirt in a tub. She looks around at the piles of dirty clothes around her and sighs. A rakish man watching from the door tosses a silver at the woman and says, Still living the dream of washing smelly clothes, Fiel? It's a living. Not much of one. <laughs> That's rich coming from you. You go wherever your ship calls. You don't have any say over anything. I'm carving out my own life in this city, one silver at a time. 
at least I choose where I go. And you're choosing other people's dirty underwear? Fiel tosses a wet shirt at the man who ducks it with a laugh. Your shirts are bundled over there. Thanks. I came for the shirts and to say goodbye. I won't be back for a few weeks. Sailing off on another dangerous adventure? Indeed I am. You know, you're missing out. The wind, the isles. You know, there's a lot of ocean out there. The shimmering sea holds a lot of mysteries. Sounds like you're selling me something. You're better than this, Fiel. Working for other people in the city, look, that's not gonna get you anywhere. You sailed when you were younger, right? And I've seen you hold your own with those vast thugs. True. I've left a thief with more than just a deep cut. Look, come join us. Set sail, see the Thousand Isles. I'll put in a good word for you. There's a whole world out there waiting. Fiel sits back exhausted on a mound of dirty clothes and looks at the tubs and piles around her. I'll, I'll think about it. You will? That's great. I said I'll think about it. Well, don't think too long. We set sail in three days. The sailor takes off, leaving Fiel alone with all the laundry. She looks at the dirty shirt in her hands before tossing it in a tub. Fiel the sailor, huh? Why not? It is many years later on the slopes of the pirate town of Port Rising. Fiel, much older, her skin darkened with years under the sun, scrapes barnacles off an overturned dinghy. She's had a long life at sea, traveling throughout most of Western Varen. She docked under the Tower of Ivoron during a war between clans, visited the cold north of Jarvain, and even delivered a magical griffin to the wizards of Azamir. And now, now, she was old and left in this dilapidated town, clean a dinghy. But then she smiles. This was still a far better place to be than a farmer's wife. From down a path, her friend, a minotaur, comes walking down with a scowl. Fiel nods. So what did your brother say? My brother is a fool. He won't listen to change. All he says is no. And what will you do now? Me and the others. We're going to head out and make our own place. Find a small island we can call our own and make it a home. That won't be easy. I know. It'll be a hard life carving out something new. I know. We could use a lot of help starting our own little island. Help from someone who knows how to work hard, who's seen the world, who's always said she wants to make a place of her own. Fiel puts down her tools. Do you have someone in mind? Join us, Fiel. My brother won't miss you here. You've been talking about a home you could call your own for as long as I've known you. This is your chance. This is our chance. Let's get out from underneath the pirates and the kings and make something for ourselves. Fiel slaps the minotaur on the shoulder and grins. Oh, what the hell? I've got another adventure in these old bones. It is months later and Fiel and seven others are trapped. With their back against the ocean, their island is overrun by the dead. Hundreds of zombies shamble across the rocky island. The wooden shacks and homes they've spent almost a year making are trampled by the dead. A boy in the group shakes with fear as the dead close in. What? 
What do we, what do we do? They're everywhere. Stay behind me, Labrid. And look away. In all her years, Fiel has never seen such a terrifying sight as the endless dead pouring out of the tower across their new island. And from that very tower comes a tall figure made entirely of shadows. The being parts the dead and approaches the last of the islanders standing up to their waists in cold ocean. The shadow stands before them with a horde of dead at his back and speaks in a harsh, raspy voice. Step forth and surrender. I have other plans for you. It is a week later. There are only five of them left. Fiel holds the boy close as the cage they are imprisoned in swings slowly from a chain. But there is hope. Heroes sent from the gods themselves have miraculously found them imprisoned beneath this tower. A halfling, a rat, a knight, a druid, a gnome, and a cat have somehow defeated the shadow and have returned, just as they promised. Fiel and her friends are rescued from certain death. It is days later aboard the taint. Fiel lashes down a loose sail as the heroes call out that some new monstrosity has risen from the depths. Still, the nightmare ship blasts its unholy cannon again. Fiel instinctively ducks as rain in the sea batters the ship. The magic fired from the cannon smashes through a mast above the old woman and sends the wooden beam crashing down upon her. Everything goes dark. It is calm, peaceful, then coughing more coughing. Fiel wakes up below deck against the stairs, laying in water. The halfling sits above her, trying to keep her from drowning. The adorable rat wades through water to hammer planks into the hull. Fiel coughs again. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. You really are heroes. It is an unknown time later in an unknown place. Oh. Fiel, the woman who has seen so much of Varen, the woman who sailed the greatest ocean in the world, the woman who helped start a community on a new island of their own, the woman who helped battle the legendary Captain Jagged, and the woman who refused to live the simple life her parents wanted. She stands on the deck of the taint in calm water. Around her is clear sky for a few miles before being surrounded in thick fog. In the middle of the clear sky, five spires stretch out of the ocean with the heroes battling ferocious beasts on a distant spire. As a giant beast with the rat in its mouth dives off the 120-foot spire with the knight pulled along with it, Fiel gasps and says to herself, With everything falling apart, I truly hope you are the defenders of the realm. The beast, rat, and knight smash into the ocean and disappear beneath the waves. We need the heroes that I hope you are. We have crazy dangerous combat happening right now. There is a battle that is just, I would say, quote unquote, concluded uh, at the top of the spire, but it hasn't completely concluded. And we can tell this because I'm switching to combat music. Um, going, going to combat music right now. What has happened at the top of the spire? There were two creatures, a flying one, and then this large lizard. If you're ever looking for what it looks like, Google Spinosaurus. That's what I have in mind. This gargantuan gargantuan beast towering above the heroes with this plated fin along its back, huge open gator-like mouth with tons of teeth. 
It has been attacked by spell and blade. It is bloodied and it has grabbed onto poor uh, Piercy and has him locked in its jaws. Piercy has been stabbing and stabbing. Sir Brenros's great idea was to latch his uh, rope with a grappling hook into the beast's mouth and then ride up on top and try and control and do what he can to pull the uh, the beast free uh, and get uh, uh, a Piercy out of it. Sildren watching this can just think to himself, God, I hope he doesn't touch the upper mouth. Sildren knows this. He's a nature guy. And <laughs> wouldn't you know it, Sir Brenros yanks a little too high, grabs the upper mouth, the beast's head kicks back, still with Piercy in it, and it charges forth and dies off the spire as it has done uh, dozens of times in its life, drops 120 feet straight down with Piercy in its mouth, smashing first into the water with Brenros pulled as well, and all three of them come crashing down like crazy. That is where we're at right now. As the impact happens, Piercy and Sir Brenros, you guys take a tremendous fall and take a lot of damage. Now, Piercy, you are immune to all types of falling. Unfortunately, that is not the case here, as you have no control and you're actually kind of just being slammed into the water. You guys have fallen 120 feet since it was soft surface that you landed on. We get to take 20 feet off of that. That's a hundred foot value. And according to the rules of Pathfinder, we cut that in half for your damage. Piercy and Sir Brenros, you each take 50-5-0 points of bludgeoning damage each as you slam Jeez. into the ocean. Now, I have uh, <clears throat> Catfall, which I believe takes five feet off of that. You have Catfall? <laughs> I do. Uh, catfall, too. It's 25 feet, if I'm not Oh, is it 25? 25. Uh, that's that's if you're... As a cat, I'd, I'd like to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 10 feet off of mine because I'm not an expert. Uh, hold on, Brenros, you're kind of yanked and yeah, you have some control. Brenros, make a acrobatics roll of just a 25 or higher to trigger this cat ball because you've kind of been yanked and you're not uh, quite in full control of your fall. Okay, I'm looking and looking. You said acrobatics? Acrobatics, please. Here we go. A 29. Okay, great. And what? Uh, how trained are you in acrobatics? Trained, expert? Trained. Trained, trained only. That is 10 feet off, so you take five fewer points of damage. Woohoo! Piercy, unfortunately, you have no control over what's happening, and you take all of that damage. Boom, you guys hit, smash into the ocean, and you go down and are plunged down into this cold water. It chills you and just instantly hits you with a second hit, if you will, of massive cold, as well as the salt water that gets into your mouth you try not to gag on. You guys would at least have the sense to take a deep breath before you smashed in. What I need you to do now, particularly Piercy, is where are you at i need you to track you have a breath counter of eight got it if it gets down to zero you're going to start taking what is that um not exponential uh what's what's other than exponential compounding uh, i guess compounding. consecutive there's a different word um you're going to take extra damage uh, after, <laughs> after that. You get hurt more. Uh, so, Piercy, you have a breath counter of eight. Um, that'll go down every round. If you, if you make any number of attacks, 
it's two per round. Doesn't matter how many attacks, you exert enough to make an attack. And if you get critically hit, that's another one off your uh, breath counter. Sir Brenros, you have the, uh, what's the feat name that you have? Breath, breath control. control. This is a, this is literally like a superhero feat. It extends his breath by 25 times. And with your constitution, your breath counter, Piercy's is eight, yours is 225. <laughs> All right, so let me make a note of that. Two, five. And there we go, two, two, five. <laughs> 225 is your breath counter. I just, I'll just wait this out. <laughs> You guys splash down in the the beast, the 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 uh, what is called the spire fin is the name of this gargantuan beast, goes all the way down about eighty feet down, where it lands on a ledge. It's about eighty feet wide and it's eighty feet under the ocean. The water's rough, uh, pretty clear, which is good news. Uh, the bad news is it takes you guys all the way down. Well, actually, it's, it takes Piercy all the way down, but it does let go right near the bottom, and you float and drift off to the bottom, and your feet are just barely touching the silty bottom, Piercy. But that takes one of your breath counters for that time to happen. So you're down a breath. Sir Brenros, you were able to, uh, uh, you were let, you were uh, torn free from your grip and halfway up, but with the weight of your armor, you also drop all the way down to the bottom and oh. land feet first in the silt uh, and are standing there with your breath held tight, trying to see, and you also, take one off your breath counter. I don't know why we're tracking 225. Uh, that is absolutely insane. The creature though is still there and it starts looking around and is ready to tear into you guys. There is blood still uh, uh, um, escaping, almost like a gas in the water. You know how it does, it plumes out. It has been stabbed, it has been sliced, it has been uh, hit by multiple spells and uh, yeah, oh, the big explosion in the mouth as well, which was really cool. And what we have is a map we're going to activate nice. in our new. I don't like being one of two here with this giant thing. Uh, How far down am I? You are, uh, you're on this ledge. The ledge is 80 feet down. Okay. So here is our map. There's like an overturned dinghy in here. It's got some little patches of, uh, uh, of flora, little spongy type things. And this is where we're at. We have our first little combat, which is still quite dangerous with you guys. Uh, I'm gonna highlight you two guys. I'm gonna add you to the combat. First combat with Foundry. We're gonna roll initiative. And first up is the Spire Fin. After you, Spirefin. Oh, Piercy is going to go. Yes, make try make, try and remember to call that out before I roll. Um, I didn't. I didn't see what it was. That's okay. Uh, the Spirefin is going to swim. Oh, what's its range? No, it doesn't. It's got a huge long neck. It reaches out and bites at Piercy. I like that. With a thirty-five to hit. Uh huh. No. Oh for 30 points of piercing damage. Jeez, man. Huge chunk. It does not grab onto you, though. Uh, instead, it moves and s 
swims. No, it does want to grab. It goes ahead and grabs you. <laughs> and with you grabbed, it then moves. I got rid of Piercy there, sorry. Uh, it then moves. Not yet! Towards He's not dead yet! Sir Brenrels, bringing Piercy towards you. It is oh. a new round. It is Sir Brenros. Is a new round? I'm sorry, new turn. Brenros, you're up. New turn. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's right in front of me. I need to quickly slash at him. Uh, so I will be making the attack. Uh, it's a minus two because I don't have any water maraudering type skills. Yes. Uh, so if you fight underwater, you are... I've got it here. You're minus. You're considered flat-footed, so that means everyone's plus two essentially to hit you. Right. In addition, um, where is it at? You have resistance to acid and fire at five, which is great, and you take minus two penalty to melee and bludgeoning attacks. So you're minus two to hit. And I had cast stone skin on somebody as well. Uh, who was that? Sir Brenros. Okay. That's me? Okay. I'm extra weighty in this water. It's this super stinky. All right, here we go. Making the slash. <laughs> no, wait, that does that. All right, we're figuring right? it out. Yeah, yeah, we're doing, no, I'm doing it right. Doing it right. Just click strike plus, strike plus 21. Boom. Uh, that's no good for me with a minus two. I don't want to do that. Um, How can you roll a zero? <laughs> I'm going to spend a hero point here. First roll in the new VTT, and it's a hero point <laughs> it's roll. A hero point. This is <laughs> a sign of things to come. On brand. Here we go. Making that next roll is a 35. 35 has got to be a hit. Let me double check my thing. That's a hit. All right. Nice. Image incoming is 20 total damage. Uh, let me, yeah, you're doing that. So 20. Really? 20. Ooh, that's damage. a nice. huge hit for you. Oh, bam. Uh, the Underwater, it's, it's a matter of not turning the blade, you know, not doing it flat. <laughs> The creature is just, just blood just comes spilling out. You can even see some weird muscle tendon thing flapping as you got it underneath its its Ooh. throat area. Nice. That was your first action. Where is the rope grapple? Is that still attached at all? It is still attached. It's flailing above it. Flailing above it. Um, I. Ooh, I, I need to. I need to get on that thing again. So uh, I would like to attempt to swim and get a hold of that uh, that rope. I've got his attention with a cut, there's blood in the water, and then Brenros now doing this to try and get back up onto, the, uh, on, onto that and grab the rope. It's a little challenging. Make an athletics roll in this armor to try. You're you're heavy armor, but you're also a huge level ten freaking knight. So see if you can make a good <laughs> athletics roll. Here we go. Is a thirty even? Thirty. You are able to swim and swim and swim, and you get with your feet on top of the creature's snout. 
uh, you're just a few feet away, but it lifts up in anger and makes this weird underwater, weird distant roaring sound, puts you within reach with your last action, you're able to grab on and you now have a hold of the rope while standing on the top snout of the creature. That is all three of your actions. That is all three of my actions. Um, You have that with one hand with your sword in the other. Okay, yeah. And then we have Piercy. Piercy, all bloodied up. What are you going to do? You are um, muted. There you go. Piercy is going to, since he has an ash, He's just going to do a finishing move to try and dispatch this spiky dragon. You're stuck inside this thing. Uh, what kind of weapon are you using? Uh, my short sword. And you are, that what type of damage, that does, what type of damage? It does, it's uh, versatile, so it can do piercing or slashing. Oh, that's perfect. Um, and then I just need to double check, you are grabada. Grabada, where is it at? There it is. If you are grabbed, you are flat-footed, immobilized. Just double-checking this one. Um, nope, that's not a factor. And DC flat before I manipulate. You're fine. Go for it. All right. No penalty as you just pierce, 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 pierce with your short sword. Here he goes. Mm. He swings. A short little Ooh. stab. Steady stab. Um, 37. 37 Ooh. is a hit, which is great. Roll your damage, but you might have to expand the damage after you roll it to remove any fire. Your flaming short sword, the flame part is not working here. Um, is, is, it, is it a critical hit? That is not a critical hit. All right. Uh, 21. Let's see how much of that was fire. Just one point. Just one. So 20 nice. points of damage. 20 points of damage. You pierce the creature. You pierce through one of its eye sockets and Ooh. pierce out its eye. And it comes yeah. out the upper portion of its head and pierces into the metal boot of Sobremos. Sobremos, take one point of piercing damage. What the hell? He doesn't say as he wants to keep <laughs> 225 of his breath left. Uh, and the thing is, pierce, it's, its blood is everywhere. It now has gained the concealed condition from the two of you as it is in a cloud of red <laughs> mist. Uh, Piercy, you still have two actions to go. You also can feel the creature falter a bit with on, on its feet. Um, so now I'll just do a normal a normal strike, seeing how well that went. Uh, 32. To hit. 32 is a hit. Nice. after it. Oh, only six. Six. It was a lot of fire on that damage? Yeah. All right. Six points is another pierce. You feel the creature die in your hands and it's about to let go, but it has this extra burst of energy and it's still hanging in there. Swing one more time. Go for it. Oh, baby. Ah! Let's go. Uh, how do I? So critical, right? Yes. If I click the button. Critical damage, and that is thirty-three. Twenty-seven points of damage. Twenty-seven points of damage. 
you can describe how you slay this freaking creature. Wow. wow. Um, yeah, I just, wow. after that first, after that first stab, I see how much damage it did. So I just aim at the same spot again and then aim at the same spot again. Oh, I keep putting my foot in the same spot for some dumb reason. <laughs> ah, move your foot. <laughs> uh, just get deeper and deeper and just auger out the hole that I Oh, what a terrible word to you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to hear that in against yourself in combat. I've been augered. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. So I lose two two breath points for that? Yes. And Brenmos, you lose one. Make sure you track that. It's extremely All right. important. Yes. <laughs> uh, what would you guys like to do? Actually, hold on. Anyone up top on the spire want to do anything? Um, Kalik is wondering how much shame damage she took from uh, that opening. The script. Oh. She didn't know anything about. Just wondering. <laughs> you, you were permanently demoralized for the entire episode. <laughs> uh, that was very good. I loved it. Um, it did feel good. Uh, There's not much we can do. <laughs> okay. I mean, rush down to like go down the stairs. That's right. pretty much what. Yeah, uh, actually, actually, um, Yara's gonna uh, inspect the uh, dead uh, bird body and the statue. All right, Yara, you start. Uh, you take over police yeah. role and start looting things. <laughs> All right, I got it. Um, back then underwater, Brenrose, Piercy, you guys are on this creature. It slowly sinks down and, and drops in, in like slow motion into the silt, raising a cloud. So you got this grayish cloud mixing with this uh, red cloud of blood. Brenrose, you lose sight of Piercy. All you can see is this shish kebab of a short sword with like an eyeball at the end okay. of it type of a thing uh, poking through the cloud. Uh, what would you guys uh, like Brenner's to do? would like to, since he's still attached to the creature, uh, would f- find his way to the mouth opening and start prying it upwards to give Piercy uh, some means of escape. All right, you you're on the head. It's it's collapsed to the ground, but you're on the head, and you're able to put a boot, wedge it into the back of the mouth area between some teeth. You grab onto the front snout and pull, 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 and then you feel the sickening lurch as the whole upper oh. head kind of jerks a bit and snaps open far more than it should. And you hear some strange underwater grateful sound from Piercy. What does that sound like? <laughs> Three, four, five. <laughs> talking. Cross eyes. Uh, Renrose can lecture you underwater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and Piercy, you are free. All right, Piercy. Um, Piercy frees his sword of the eyeball by popping it in his cheek pouch and then swims to the surface. Oh, whoa. Uh, Renrose. Piercy starts to swim and swim and swim. Uh, again, swimming in leather armor is not easy, but at this point, uh, with what's your athletic skill, uh, Piercy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe you stand corrected. Uh, Hold on. I got a, a series what, of deadly rolls. Skills. Yeah, but what'd you picture? The hands? Um, uh, yeah, the hand. Plus 14. Plus 14. You're fine. Uh, so he's uh, slowly getting his way up, go, going up for breath. Uh, let's see, you're a hundred feet. Well, maybe not. You don't have a swim speed, do you? You don't have an innate swim speed. 
Okay. What is your move speed? 30. 30. You might have an actual problem. Hold on, everybody. I may stand corrected here. <laughs> we can uh, still kill Piercy. We can still get you. <laughs> uh, holding your breath. If you end your turn, okay. Um, you sink. Uh, if you make a thing, you must hold your breath each round. You're doing that to swim. You swim through the water five feet plus five feet for every full 20 feet of your land speed. So what was your land speed again? 30. I can't hear you there. 30? Okay, uh, so that is 10 feet per action. Yeah, you'd be able to get up. That's 30 feet 30 per feet. turn. Yeah. That's take you four turns at the most to get back up to the top three turns. Yeah, you're fine. Piercy, okay. you guys see as you come down the stairs, Piercy comes out of the water gasping for breath. Uh, police, <sighs> you are heading down first. The stairs are these old rusted um, iron stairs that spiral up the stone spire. They actually dip in about 10 feet under the water and you're stepping just a few steps down. You see Piercy come up. He dives back down, pulls his hat back up. You then help Piercy uh, over to and pull him onto the steps and he is rescued. Oh, how are you little buddy? I'm a, I'm a wee bit tired. What, what, what happened down there? I killed the, the monster. Oh, good job. Thank you. That's we were going to help you, but you were really deep. <laughs> you just disappeared, and so we didn't. We ran. We we're going right, to be yeah. here. Um, but uh, one, one, little, one little problem. I, I think I think a Bren Rose, he's still down there. He's just walking along the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at his watch. <laughs> Seashells, yeah. <laughs> Do you think he needs help? I mean, I know he can hold his breath for a really long time. Uh, can he? Uh, how he's long? Pretty. He a long time. Really long. He is pretty heavy. I don't know how he's. I don't. I don't know how swimming's gonna work for him. Okay, I get that. Ne- I get that feet next level up. <laughs> Do we need to go help him? Somebody uh, that can, if, if you change your form, maybe help him up, or we just wait for a little I think, bit and I, see what I happens. I think it's a good idea. I mean, I can go. I'll, I'll go. Uh, Xander will uh, cast a spell and transform himself into a water elemental. Okay. You cast your spell. You wave your hands. Xander's form become what size is the elemental? Oh, I'm large. You're Pretty large? sure. Let me double check. I want to double check this. I feel uh, like I should know it. Mm. Changing size into spells. I can't get my curious. character sheet. I don't. Where? Hang on. My, I'm my not on this map. I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm big. I'm, I'm bigger than big normal. Normal. It's just. It's a standard big. It's not like I'm over All the right. top. And, All right, you turn into a water elemental, yeah. and then you splash down into the water and swim down, down, down. You go. You see there is a overturned, rotting wooden dinghy with a big gash in it with some sort of sword that is pinned by the dinghy. Some distance away from that is... Uh, another sword with a shield with armor and a grimace and it is uh, Sir Brenros Aldermain who is standing on the ocean floor slowly making his way away from carnage. Uh, Brenros is, is uh, 
trying to find the the rock face that's around here if there's one for the spire yes and is in the process of ascending through you know doing doing some what would look like superhero in any other environment as he just pulls himself away to the next one pulls <laughs> himself away to the next one and then continues to do that or if it gets bad enough, you can throw your grappling hook three feet ahead of you. <laughs> Slowly catch it and throw it three feet ahead of you. Uh, you said there's a there's a dinghy on top yes. of him? No, like not a, on top of him, just just on the ocean floor. Oh, got it. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, so I, yeah, I thought he was doing that. So no, uh, no. Uh, I will swim right up to him with my uh, blowing blue, somewhat probably translucent face. As the water elemental and uh, <laughs> feel it out. Start swinging. Two hundred and twenty-four. As it is, I will try to, at, at, at the very least, uh, kind of push him or work him forward uh, towards the direction that I came from, so we can get back to the stairs. All right, Sir Brenros, it is quite disconcerting to suddenly feel something touching your butt and you look back and there's this extra watery shape with grinning eyes behind you pushing and <laughs> with thumbs up. <laughs> Careful is with it, the thumbs. Is, is it Xanner-esque or does it appear? I like, don't know. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I am, a, I, so I'm, I'm water elemental, but I'm a large version of me in water form. Yeah, you're so, failing diplomacy with me already here. <laughs> in fact, there might be, a, I'm bigger than you would normally expect, but it, you might still have an idea of, of something I could do and I'll be, I'll I'm be bigger here. than you expect, but you still might have some idea of something I can do. I'm jaunty. Just making sure. It's, it's jaunty it's water elemental. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that bigger right. wave is like is like a like a fun party wave, and that and you can tell. Can I like hear you underwater? Can you like talk? No, no you can't. You oh, can't okay, do that. okay, that's okay. no that very uh, Charlie just... from It's Always Sunny uh, <laughs> vibe here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Charlie work pushing Sir Brenros up. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Brenros keeps. Ascending is all right. After some time, Brenrose finally rises out of the water and continues to rise out of the water as Xander pushes him up, and the two of them arrive dripping wet on top of these stairs, and everyone is safe who has plunged into the water. <laughs> I saved him. Good, good job. Thank you for these. How did it in? Far longer. How'd it go down there, Brenros? Oh, it, was, it, it went fine. I, I killed the creature. Uh, oh, good job. Ah, <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, I, I must. Uh, I must have hit a, a, a fish or something. I guess. No, no, no. All the credit goes to to uh, to our little friend here. Percy. Percy. <laughs> What's his nose? It, it needs. I need. I need. It's, uh, yeah, I'm terrible ones. without the, the the names behind you. <laughs> uh, up atop, Master Yaru, you see nothing of interest uh, about the uh, flying creature that was slain. Though I don't know if that statement holds true for Sildren. Um, yeah. What are you doing, Sildren? Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm up with Master Yaru. All right. And are you collecting things? You've been a collector is what I'm getting at for 
quite some. I'm imagining you playing a song and slowly dancing around him with a straight razor uh, in your hand <laughs> around this dead creature. Here I am stuck in the middle with you. Um, it, well, it doesn't have any teeth, does it? Um, no. Then I'm good. All right. Yaru, there's nothing else of interest on the creature. The statue is a block that looks to be made up of different random shapes and unidentifiable features. Actually, check that. Yes. Uh, Does it have talons? Yes. I will. I would like some of them, please. All right. You walk away, Master Yaru, as you hear terrible ripping noises. (laughs) Uh, The statue is squattish. It's about four feet tall, dark rock. It has multiple seams in the stone running horizontally across it. Between each seam is a small metal rod that sticks out about two feet. And there's about five of these uh, rods sticking out from different angles. Uh, Yara's going to grab one and see if it moves at all you grab you pull you push and nothing and then yes it starts to move and one of these sections uh starts to rotate and it grinds away and you see little dust and small pebbles uh slowly falling out and it hasn't been moved in a long time and you're moving and moving it zildjian this statue is more than it appears there's some kind of mechanic at work here Let's have a look. And so there's how many like handholds, like Five. bars? Five. <clears throat> and do they work in conjunction or Which one did I nope. move? Yeah. He's got one, he's got uh, the topmost one, and it's just rotating around. Well, almost like a weird Rubik's Cube, if you will. Right. Do we want to gather Everyone back together. Yes, of course. Everyone, come back. <laughs> we are coming back. We're down the friggin' tower. Come back up. Is Brenrose and Piercy okay? No thanks yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Adam Zanner. I'm okay, thank you. I, I really am a little hurt. It, it burns quite a bit, actually. <laughs> it burned. You were down in the water. Why? It shouldn't burn. Not that kind of burn. Oh. We're getting the smell of almonds. That's quite bad. <laughs> you shot me. <laughs> I, I, I pierced you. Uh, in case anyone noticed, uh, did a. Lay on hands of Piercy, and then, uh, yeah. And as that comes up, I can heal on our way, but we are requiring some some healing, if possible. Um, let's check out one thing as well on a technical side. I just enabled something with sound. I've removed the Xanner gate. Let's see if that did anything. Give me a quick Xanner rant. You please. don't know what I can do! I am the Xanner the Gnome! I'm Lord. the Devil 10! Lord. 
Crank it I'm up. just saying that you don't have to stop Louder. anything I'm doing before. I can do this every single time. Woo, we're good. All right. We get full Xander from now on, and boys. So are the neighbors. All right. I'm very <laughs> pleased. With How that. did that take a year to get here? <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy finally paid the fee. <laughs> Yeah, Yara's right, going to show the uh, statue and how it moves to Xander and Palik, and they're kind of the most mechanically knowledgeable. All right. I moved this top one, and it moved slightly. I'm not sure how it works. This is more of your area. Interesting. Uh, Palik would like to uh, fiddle around with it. Oh, Sharbataka! What? What? <laughs> what? Palik, you start <laughs> moving and fiddling, and you move the top one, you move the second one, and the two pieces make a more cohesive shape. The bars don't line up right, but the shape starts to take a cohesive, uh, uh, consistent form. And then you move the middle one, the third one, and then you start moving the fourth one. You need help from Yaru and you guys push 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 and break it out of its locked in position and you move the fourth one in you get all five aligned to create a face what you think is on the back of the statue is a small uh, relief if you will of five little stone outcroppings this is on the back face so think of a vertical back face with five little outcroppings sticking out four uh, aligned with a fifth one in the middle on the front of the face is a shape of a crude uh, stone bird with eyes and a beak uh, carved out of this uh, dark stone. And Sildren, as they are doing that, once they get that last one into place, you hear something rattling uh, loose around the front of that statue. Uh, Sildren will go to see where the rattle is and see if he can figure out what happened. What do you want to do? You got to tell me. <clears throat> and it's like, it's, it's at the, the face, the, the yes. beak of it. Um, yes. he tries to move, manipulate the, the beak, the eyes, um, right. things like that to see what he can get into. Eyes do not move in any way. The beak does not seem to want to move. You really have to have that leverage of the handle and you grab a good purchase and there's a there's a hole and a slit where that beak is. And that's where you feel something inside of that beak. There's a small slit that your fingers just touch and you pull your fingers out. There's something in here. I think I can reach it. I'm going to get it. And I'll go for it. All right, you reach in and pull. Has anyone seen the Flash Gordon movie where the prince puts his <laughs> hand in the... <laughs> <laughs> the it still haunts me as a child. <laughs> uh, you put your hand inside and feel there is a piece of uh, old vellum cloth that is wrapped around something small. You pull and it kind of gets wedged in and you change the angle, you're able to pull it out. You see there's this old vellum paper, uh, I said cloth, but it's paper, with the edges that are burnt around it. And inside is an object, and as you unfurl it, you see there is a rather sizable sapphire that is inside. 
show it to the group. Circling around to the back, does it look like the sapphire would fit in the centerpiece or any of the other pieces, like like the 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 reliefs in the back of the statue? You see no slot of any kind to fit in the back. But you said in the back there were like like ledges or something. No, nope, four little outcroppings. Oh, outcroppings. Little little uh, little stone. Uh, did you ever make you know, that magic sand stuff? You could pour into an aquarium and it would rise up. A little bit of magic sand. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? That old childhood thing. So imagine that horizontal. Just a little outcropping of rock. Another little outcropping of rock. A little outcropping of rock. You think if you were to hit it with a weapon, you could break them. That type of a thing. They're just little little carvings. Okay. Uh, no consequence. Um. That's Shiner. Can you see if this might be magic? And Sildren will hand it over to Xanner. Ooh! Xanner uh, can do that more quickly, right? He can detect magic fast. It's identifying he can do a really fast. One minute now. Yeah. So detecting. How do you detect, Xanner? I haven't heard it in a while. Him. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you detect no magic. This is wordless. This is just, just a ruby. Throws it in the river. No. <laughs> <laughs> I so just slides it into a pouch, <laughs> turning away from Palik as he's doing that. What? What, uh, what was it wrapped in? Have a look, and Sildren will take a look at it. It is wrapped in a uh, little vellum paper, again, burnt on the edges with a little note scrawled in it in common tongue. And the note reads, for Tiambora to watch over his people of the spires. Here. I know that name! That's why. What was it written in? Common. common. Ah, okay. Did you say that the first time? I did. What was it written in? Common. <laughs> Old Chaloran. Tiambra, that's the uh, that's the sea god. So if he's watching over the people of the spires, then this might be a thing to to to, to watch with. Is there any way that we can see? Any place we can put this on? Xander starts putting his eyeballs up to everything on this statue and finds no way to see anything. Dang it! Maybe, maybe it's on another spire. We gotta fucking. There's a few more we gotta look at. How big is this gem? Uh, uh, I'm gonna say a big thirty-sided die. Ah, it's solid. I roll it. <laughs> uh, Brenros takes this time to uh, scan the horizon. He hasn't looked with purpose out to see uh, if we were followed or if there are other dangers out there that are lurking. So from this vantage point, uh, he begins to start scanning the horizon, taking his right. time going around. 
you look around and can see the five different spires. There's one with a lighthouse on it. There's the one you are at uh, with the, the creatures and this uh, blocky statue. There's another one with some tarps. And there's another one with a curiously perched wooden ship uh, just barely hanging on the spire's edge. And then there's a spire in the middle, which you can see has a strange dome structure you can barely see uh, at the top of it. There are also some metal plates about halfway up that middle spire as well. And the only other thing you can see is the taint some distance out and um, just anchored uh, some distance away. I guess your rowboat is uh, attached to the stairs here at the bottom of this spire, and then fog about two miles in uh, away from you at all times. These spires are in the middle of a two-mile clear space of fog. Master Yaru, was there any spot in the lighthouse where such a gem would sit to potentially function as uh, some sort of catalyst for for its light. Um, Yaru will think back to his <laughs> last, last uh, time over there. A few moments Master ago. Yaru, Only a you, few short moments. You think there could be such a place? Uh, given the connection and what this letter reads, I think that is a good place to start. Well, you were just, just there. Do you remember? <laughs> what was that? I said you were just there. Do you not remember? <laughs> it, it, you know, it was only a moment ago, but it feels like it could have been a week. So great. much has happened in that battle. Great power <laughs> comes with great amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> I think great power comes with great amnesia. Should we go back <laughs> there, or should we go to another spire? There's a few we haven't looked at yet. Are you able to fly back to the lighthouse? Yes! Uh, I was I... talking to Master Yaru. <laughs> oh! <laughs> all of us can fly now. Let's all talk to each other about the f certain flights. Well, let's discuss this all. It all doesn't... It's really more Master of like Yaru, a, a really cool there? jump, you know? It's, you know, I don't, I don't want to get all the hype. I'm not, I'm no Xanner. Uh, I can do it if we are closer to the spire. Are, uh, Tom, are there chains connecting this one, this spire we're on, to the middle? And so, yes. so on and so forth? Correct. What about to the one with the lighthouse? Yes. I could use this chain as a, a balancing point and make my way over there faster. I think a lot of us can, if not all of us. Everybody looks at Xanner. <laughs> but of course, Xanner can fly. Well, do we want to all go or maybe one or two of us? Are we going uh, to the middle or are we going to the, to the one you just came from? To the lighthouse. And there's maybe a place for this gem to rest, which perhaps could have an effect of some sort. Xana, perhaps, perhaps you, myself, and Sildren at least, if not everybody, should go. And if there's no 
source of uh, power. I'm only thinking perhaps it could be placing the gem and then using fire to start some kind of, I don't know. We could use magic at the very least. Okay, let's go! Yara's just gonna, I guess, hop on the chain and start walking across. Hop on the chain? Don't try and make that a thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fetch. <laughs> well, let's just stick with streets ahead. I don't want to add hop on the chain as well. Uh, all right. Yaru, you need... Yaru uh, goes down the stairs a bit and then is actually able to hop up, grab onto the chain, this old chain that kind of uh, sags down a bit and extends quite a distance mm -hmm. over the ocean and still 50 feet above. This is not a, a pleasant fall if he were to fall. Uh, and you start uh, uh, walking across, make an acrobatics roll of just a 20 and you're totally fine. Okay, I do have uh, uh, climbing speed naturally. Does that help me at all in this? Not in this particular set case, we'll see. Acrobatics roll. 35. 35, that's, that's a critical success. Describe how you get across this, this chain. Uh, well, uh, one of our uh, loyal uh, Twitch chat followers last week kind of described the wind jump as a tigger hopping on his tail. So Yaru's taking that to heart and is just hopping <laughs> along the chain on his tail, just bouncing. All right, Yaru, you're safely on the other side. Anything else anyone's doing? Sildren's following. All right, make an acrobatics. 20 or higher, also you're going. hopping on his tail. <laughs> I rolled three times by accident, but the first one was... 23. 23, yeah. It is a success. Do you have uh, balance? What's it called? Steady balance? Steady balance, yeah. And rapid mantle. Uh, with steady balance, that becomes a critical success as well. Any chance for balancing? Piercy jumps, uh, jumps up, takes his hat off, his tricorn off, and jumps up to the chain and grabs each end of his tricorn across the chain <laughs> and begins to ride the chain like a zipline. All right, you uh, ride. Wait, wait for Preaching me. goes mostly up, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this particular chain is, is slopes down, yeah, and slack slopes down and then comes back up. So you slide down a little bit. I slide half. I slide two thirds of the way. <laughs> and then you're just kind of just trying to get it to go. You just don't have enough mass on your body. Speaking of mass on your body, here comes Brenros. Coming! <laughs> <laughs> Heavy armor and all. Uh, begins to make his way or attempt to make his way uh, on the chain. Oh, uh, what are you doing, Piercy, to finish that up? I'll just climb on and walk across the rest of the way. Okay, acrobatics roll, quick 20. Brenros, acrobatics, quick 20. Uh, Brenros is also not entirely confident uh, of his abilities, so he would like to uh, uh, use the rope as kind of a safety line. Oops, just one thing. What rope? The rope that I had for the creature, or is that lost now? Uh, hold off on that. Piercy just rolled a natural one. I did. Oh, for, oh my for God. I'm going to use, oh. like, use two hero points. Oh. Just just use one. I'll okay. Now, keep in one. mind, you will fall, but you will have your falling ability. Yeah. But I'll yeah. be... Fall into water. Okay, I'll fall. There's okay. also the robo down there, too, so you can... 
All right. Piercy confidently pulls himself up, immediately takes two steps. And he goes, folly, folly, folly. <laughs> Great shot, Tim. Piercy goes splashing down in. You take no damage as you just have this frustrated, perfect dive with no splash whatsoever into the water. It's um, Spinosaur 2. <laughs> a fin comes up. I smell the blood in the water and they start coming. And you make your way over to the rowboat. Uh, Brenros, uh, make an acrobatics roll, please. Uh, you sure to have Palik, like, standing as a lifeguard, making sure there's enough time. Like, <laughs> with all the kids are at the end of the slide before the next person goes. Acrobatics. Oof. Oh, I didn't want that five. That's a 19. With a 19, Sir Brenros gets halfway across and slips. No! Falls. Uh, F- America's funniest home videos himself <laughs> between the legs, falls over right. to the side, can't grab it, but accidentally hooks his grappling hook as he Woo! falls. You fall just ten feet and are now hanging up, uh, hanging underneath the chain uh, on your rope with the grappling hook. Make a quick uh, ac- uh, athletics roll. Please. And Sodren and Yaru are just on the other side, just like yeah. should we help them? Like twenty-eight is that? Twenty-eight. Brenros is back. Back up atop like a <laughs> like an intern trapeze artist, and then you need tightrope walker, and then you need to make another acrobatics roll. <laughs> intern, nice. Here we go. It's a scene. No, I made it twenty-one. Well, the twenty-one. It is not pretty. He slips and he catches himself. And he slips and he catches himself. He throws the grappling hook the last twenty feet and have someone grab it and just doesn't Children trust himself. Yaru just finally. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Gets himself across. We're out of embarrassment. Uh, no, Palika has not gone yet. All right. And if it was unclear, Xander has flown over. Just avoided the whole thing. With your jet, With jet blasting. Yeah. 34 for Palik. All right, and Palik makes just a ridiculed run across, uh, just humiliating. <laughs> as she like, I think it's because she, she's bouncing on it and causing me trouble. And- yeah. <laughs> All 38 pounds of hers. Really moving this chain. Uh, also note, I've got a whole bunch of you guys wounded. Xanner significantly at 60%, Brenros and Piercy at 50% health. Just definitely. Oh, wait, how long have we been? Your eyes do not deceive you. Yeah, let's uh let's get some healing out there then. Um I need to find my healing. Well, if it's I'm not sure how much time you want to spend on this, but uh, downtime healing is a specialty of mine. I can throw around some meals. I have. I don't always have downtime, but when I do, <laughs> I like to lay on some hands. But that's uh, every ten minutes, so hey, I can use my I'm staff. Not about that kind of refractory period. So I'm going to heal people with the staff. Uh, let's see. 64 hit points. Oh, damage. Let's do this. Let's see how this works. Um, we'll start with, sorry, still getting used to the new stuff. (laughs) Let's do Piercy. Oh, wow. This is okay. Let's just go ahead and heal you guys all up then. Okay, great. 
you guys can spend a little bit of time, particularly with the laying on hands uh, and some medicine you guys right. do. You're able to heal each other all up, taking some time. Uh, and everyone is safely on the lighthouse side. You're on all these spires that are sticking out of the ocean. It's very quiet. You can hear the wind blowing through. Uh, and what do you guys want to do? Uh, Yara's going to ask for Sildren, uh, ask Sildren for the gem while he's like healing everybody um, and just kind of make his way up to the uh, top level of the lighthouse, see if there's any structure that the gem will fit in. All right, you climb up to this lighthouse. It's very narrow, it's small, it's nothing big. It's an old construction, mostly of stone. It's got this glass enclosure. It has a very crude looking mechanical uh, light type fixture with some area to put oil. You're not quite sure what to do. You do see a small slot that uh, fits the sapphire. And as you place the sapphire in there, there is a clicking noise and the light on top of the lighthouse goes click, 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 and rotates and points at the ship, the ship, the old wooden ship that's hanging on one of the other spires, about two, three, four hundred feet away uh, on another spire uh, uh, across the ocean there is this old wooden ship perched precariously on one. The lighthouse thing goes click, 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 and stops and points at the another spire that has tarps that are flapping in the wind. And then it goes click, 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 and stops and points at the statue. Right at that statue you guys were at just moments before. Okay. And then that's it. And it stops, doesn't repeat that or anything? And then it stops. This definitely worked. Let's it's not magic. Leave the gem there for now. Um, yeah, maybe so maybe to the spire with the ship, since that's where it pointed first. It pointed first at the wooden ship, and then again to the top, and then again at the statue where we just left. <clears throat> So, shall we travel to the ship? Yeah! I believe that is our first course. So we can get there via the chains? It's a ship. No, we gotta go down, don't we? No, it's oh, the ship is up on the ship of the spires. I'm playing a different game, guys. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> right. confused. Right. Do the you chains here like, last week? <laughs> are the chains connected to the outside spires, or do they all go to the center one? Did we have to pass through the center spire to get to the light? No, nope, the chains connect. That's how you got over to this okay. one. So, Piercy's, Piercy's uh, and, swim. Uh, but yeah, still connected to that spire we're trying to get to uh, via chain. You would have to go spire to spire to spire. Um, okay. You also have a boat. I mean, we know, but we kind of left it over. On the we other gotta spot. get back to the other one. Get out of the boat. Go back over. That might save us a whole bunch of rolling. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, let's travel by boat. Yeah, they get used to the new system. I agree. Boat. So we uh, travel via boat to the spire with the uh, ship on top of it. I would like to note there are only stairs going down the inside of this tower. Yeah, we have to go back on the chain. You have to go back to the chain to get to the other boat. Percy, Very good. She just finished rowing over <laughs> to the fire. <laughs> hey, guys! Oh, I got the boat! 
Go, go back to the other one. Uh, I cannot. I cannot hear you. And then I just he sang about the ice spire. Why are you so dumb? Stop being so wet to be a little rat. Stay where you are. Go to the other side. Let us come over to you. Is Zan or Hikeberg going to see it? Because he seems to be having. <laughs> <laughs> Not yourself. Give him have a Snickers. Snickers. Give him yeah, some Someone give him his fruit snacks. <laughs> you're not yourself Start, when you're he's water starting for. to foam. <laughs> the worst horrible day. <laughs> Why is my head hurt? I'm so dizzy. <laughs> so what's the plan? Okay, Pierce. You can give Xander some crackers and then uh, some- <laughs> boat around. What was the plan? We're gonna go by boat to the spire that has the ship. We all have to cross that chain again. Yeah. Not necessarily. Uh, If you go down the stairs inside the lighthouse spire, you just gotta do some swimming to come out. Uh, uh, Still gonna go the chain. Okay, make an acrobatics roll. Renros is swimming. (laughs) No one ever thinks this one, he's swimming. Is it called swimming if you're walking along the bottom? It's it totally, totally is. Here we go, Sildren. Critically succeeds with the steady balance. Uh, you're on the other side. You make your way down. I'm assuming everyone else then is swimming. And all in all, you are all after several minutes able to get across to the rowboat. You're on the boat, and then you are. Um, I believe it's Yaru is in charge who is rowing in this quiet uh, ocean water just lapping up against these giant stone spires. Just imagine the view from the skeleton crew out on the taint, just watching you guys walk across, some fall in, some go back, and finally you guys are, oh, they're coming back. No, nope, you start rowing out to another spire. You guys are there and you start climbing up some more uh, rickety iron rusted steps and you climb up to another spire. Here it is rocky, slightly sloped. There's little uh, shrubbery things, just a, just more like grass that's uh, dried out, uh, being hit in the wind. If you have cloaks or hoods, you gotta keep them tight because the wind is uh, blowing uh, hard right now. And there is this old ship about the same size as the taint, maybe a hint smaller. It is slightly crooked. It has at least a third of it extended off over a hundred foot drop. Two thirds are solidly on. It's uh, uh, tilted downwards towards the edge. As you get close, you can hear flappings of sails and there's no sails there, just little bits of tattered uh, canvas that are still uh, looped in. It's been here for quite some time. And uh, what would any of you like to do? Start start going up the stairs. Uh, You're already up the stairs. You're at the top. I just described everything on top. Uh, Kind of make my way into an opening of the ship that's still like on the spire. Yeah, and you have to climb your way up top though. There's yeah. no easy access. All right, Yara, you start climbing on top. As you climb on top, this heavy ship, you feel it sh- creak slightly and shift ever mm-hmm. so much as you get up on top. And as you get up on the top deck and hold on to the railing, it then slightly mm-hmm. settles back into its original position. It moved just a little bit. Everyone be extra careful. Perhaps the smallest of us should do this. 
<laughs> Not me. I don't. I don't balance very well. Thank you. No, it's fine. Oh, Piercy. Uh, After you. Oh, that's a, that's a my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. And Piercy begins to to swashbuckle and jump and acrobat his way onto the ship. All right, with a flare and a hat twirl as he lands on the deck, Piercy is safely up top with you, Master Yaru. Palik will also make her way up there. Palik is also scrambling and quickly up on top, and once you arrive, you can hear some creaking noise as well from somewhere else in the ship of the wood as the wind continues to blow. Is this like a full-size ship? Yes. Yeah, it's a little bit smaller than the tank. Does, does this ship have cannon on it? No. <laughs> oh, that was an excellent question. Get I wish the answer was different. <laughs> and it has masts, but no sails. Correct. Does it have... were used to make the tarp for jigs, probably. Does it look like it has been hit by cannon fire or just old kind of however it got up here is the damage are you trained in crafting no um you don't know enough about any kind That's... of engineering stuff does it uh, look seaworthy from the outside you have like... warfare lore hold, hold on you have warfare lore i thought i think i do i don't <laughs> where on the new character sheet Pal palik is trained in crafting so she could help out uh palik. Warfare lore. Palik, make a roll. You do. If you scroll down on your skills, Yaru, scroll down, there's uh, Warfare Lore. Uh, 19. 19, go ahead and make a Warfare Lore roll, Yaru. Uh, Ender's not in the ship, but he's looking out from the outside. Uh, can he also make a crafting? Sure. Total of 23. Okay, and Xanner. 24! Wow. We're getting higher. Did I step on Piercy saying something? Uh, uh, warfare lore. Again, there's three people with warfare lore, I think, in this group. Oh, it's the new steady balance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was different. Uh, 27 was the first 27. Yeah, just remember, single oh, clicks okay. in this one. Uh, yes, Piercy comes away with the uh, most accurate bit of information that there is no uh, attack damage of any kind from any uh, ramming or any catapult ballista cannons that you can see of any type on this ship. Who had the highest crafting? Xanner. Xanner, you see on several sides of the ship that there is some sort of impact damage, uh, large planks that have uh, been crumpled in or snapped slightly uh, on Equal, e equal sides, so on the, what is a port and starboard side, uh, you can see some some damage as though like a bolt, like it hit a boulder on one side, on both sides at the same time. And if this ship were to go over the edge, is it likely that it would land in water or on, or is there a ledge or something that it would hit prior to? No, it would be water. Okay. I don't. I don't think the chip is uh, has been damaged by by the the weapons or nothing. What? Unless they were big, squeezing pincher things, it's hit on the same side on both sides, just evenly down the thing. It's been smashed. 
Palik would like to start uh, looking around. All right. Palik, you start looking around. You open up a door and start uh, heading into the aft captain's quarters area and uh, see old dilapidated furniture that's uh, rotten or broken. You can see a a few bits of linen and cloth that are really worn out uh, and faded in color. The, The place still has an an old rotting wood smell mixed with the sea air and you continue to search that area what about Yara? Uh, yeah i'm gonna go uh kind of seeing go below deck i'm gonna go towards the um secure more secure section less uh towards the the hanging section or extended that's aft where where palik is at She's at the extended end. She's at the she's at the aft most secure section. Okay, I, right I'm now. sorry, I was thinking the bow was the back for some reason. Whatever. Uh, bow terms. Nope. Um, I'm gonna go whatever where she is. I'm gonna go kind of the opposite way and sort of make my way in right. further into the lower decks. Okay, you make your way down a deck and towards the bow, and yes, there is a crow's nest, Piercy. Piercy climbs up the crow's nest. All right, Piercy climbs up the crow's nest. You are not sure, <clears throat> excuse me, if it is Piercy or Yaru, but you hear, Chris is already reading my mind, you hear <laughs> a <laughs> cracking noise and the ship lurches forward a bit and you can see some crumbling stones, Xanner, as you're looking at the structure of the ship and the whole ship shifts forward about a foot. Piercy looks over at Yaru, hey, you, you have to be careful, don't. Careful you can't see him. Move. He's disappeared down into the deck oh. underneath. You guys! <laughs> it's moving! Uh, Bernros is uh, watching where the ship is and is trying to determine if he can uh, see or guess at an age. How long has it been in this precarious situation? Ooh, um, make a sailing lore, which you don't have, or make a... If you're trained in crafting, make a crafting, very high crafting roll. Excuse me, very high crafting roll. Uh, I'm not trained in crafting. Then suck it. All right, who else wants to do something? Uh, Yaru, you were mixing around the front of the bow. Yes, can I you feel s- the shift in weight? You are walking uh, towards the bow. You're in the lower quarters type area. There's some rotting hammocks that you kind of get your feet caught up in. You step past them. As you walk towards the front, you see there is a, uh, what was I gonna say? There is a skeleton that is maybe 10 feet away crumpled underneath some of these uh, ha- hammocks, these rotten hammocks, mm-hmm. next to an old crate that's uh, that's uh, rotten away as well. There's some tattered clothes on this skeleton, but you see it has a uh, floating uh, a small little buckler shield that's magically just floating just a few inches off of the body of the skeleton. And as you see that, you're like, oh, that's it. And then the whole boat shifts about a foot or two forward and then stops. And that's when you hear Xanner crying alarm outside. Okay. Uh, immediately, I'm going to cast a wind jump on myself. All right. And that gives me a fly speed. 
however, of course I do, as I'm not uh, an innate flying creature, I do have to touch the ground every so often, uh, especially when I end my turn. So Yara is just going to be hovering and then kind of tap the ground as little as possible. <laughs> okay. As he inches over to the shield to grab it. All right, and I, you, you've cast it several times. What keeps coming to my mind is uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type <laughs> OT, where you're moving quickly and you're just lightly touching you know, like the leaves uh-huh. or the branches and that kind of stuff. I'm, so I'm literally cool. doing that like super like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you lightly touch your feet, just like touching the bit of the, the hammocks just enough to keep you alight. Uh, and you're able to fly around and uh, you start uh, searching. You see nothing else of interest uh, in this space. Uh, that's fine. I'm going to grab that shield, um, buckler right. shield. That's you cool. grab it. It pulls. It pulls. The the wrist finally dislocates and separates from the, the rest of the arm of the skeleton. You mm-hmm. shake the hand out, and you have this cool-looking shield that feels very light in your hands. It's a little buckler shield, mm-hmm. so it's like the size right. of a big dinner plate. Uh, Yaru is going to put it in his mouth pouch and no. <laughs> you have no mouth pouch. <laughs> um, it's floating or hovering? Uh, it does not. If you let go, it drops to the ground, okay. but then um, it hovers about an inch off the ground. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take uh, that on. and I'm going to just kind of work my way back towards uh, the exit, um, the upper deck, I should say. All right, you're flying there, just lightly touching a beam here, there, your toes just lightly dancing on the ground. Halik, you find nothing of interest in the back. You feel the boat shift again, as do you, Piercy, up in the crow's nest. And that's the most sickening angle as it starts to move forward and then angle down just bit by bit. Xander, you see it shift another foot, and then it's shifting an inch and an inch and an inch and an inch and an inch. Well, I think we are moving. It's moving! (laughs) Oh, I don't like this. Uh, uh, where, where are we going? Yaro, you come out. Yaro's like swimming through the air. <laughs> come this way, come on. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to lead them up to the... Any, find any loot or anything interesting, she'll... Uh, <laughs> you sound so disappointed right now. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, gingerly make her way uh, back up to the deck. All right, you gingerly make your way up and feel the ships consistently shifting, uh, sliding ever so slightly forward more and more and more as you move. You are up on top of the deck. Yaru is off the boat. Your flying is about to just end, but you have had no impact on it, which is great, Yaru. Uh, Piercy, you uh, are still in the crow's nest with a big grin on your face for some reason. Palik, you are now on the top deck of the boat, holding onto the railing as the ship is shifting even more towards the edge. Palik, Piercy, what are you doing? Uh, is there any, we didn't uh, take really take a look on the deck. Is the ship starts to lurch forward and starts to dramatically fall towards the edge and shifts and slides and there's a big creak, it crumples and it goes sailing off the edge with Palik and Piercy on board. You got it. <laughs> Silver looks over the edge. Like, that was predictable. <laughs> I should have um, put a blue wall. 
Oh, I should have. I should have made it. I should have held. I, it's too late. Ship goes flying down as, and goes sailing the, down. As the crow's nest gets about the same level as the top of the spire, Piercy jumps off towards the spire. Pierce is going to make a jumping roll. That is going to be an athletics as you put your effort behind it and leap. It's not easy off of a falling height. Woo. But I got a 32. With a 32, you come up just a few inches short, and just before he runs out of flying power, Yaru is able to grab your hand and pull <laughs> you the rest of the way to safety. What should not have worked has easily worked. Palik, you see your friend yeah, above yeah. you leaping away as you are now in slow motion, vertically dropping with the ship. Coward! <laughs> Yaru, your spell has ended, but you've pulled in uh, Piercy to safety. Palik, you are falling yeah. to your doom as I'm you ride, go. riding this bitch down. You are <laughs> riding it down. The ship goes down and, and, and smashes into the ocean down below, shatters into a million pieces, just like you. And you go <laughs> flying into wood sections and mass and beams go everywhere. This spire was 100 feet tall. You smashed into more ship than water and take all of that damage. And you take 55 zero points of bludgeoning damage. Brenros, there's chaos. You hear the huge crunch that uh, I would say echoes. I guess there's some bouncing around these spires in the ocean. But Brenros, you also spot the white fog around you turning a little gray. Uh, I, I spend a lot of time focusing on that from, from where we were. Uh, with the taint. So I'm trying to find where the taint is on the horizon. Taint is, has not moved. The fog is not coming in, but that distant fog about two miles out in all directions is a little less white and a little more gray. Piercy, uh, sorry, who am I talking about? Uh, Xander, uh, Xander will grab all of the magic in the air and start pulling wind like out of the si sky into himself until he starts becoming translucent and turns himself into an air elemental to immediately jump off the edge of the cliff and fly straight down to uh, get to Palik. All right, you go racing down and you can see Palik. You're conscious, Palik, is that right? Mm-hmm. All right, Palik is scrambling amongst wood. Uh, a, a mast is coming down and kind of pu slowly pushing her down. She's trying to climb out of the way as this mass of wood, rotting wood, is just uh, just pushing her down and sinking around her. Xander comes flying down as an air elemental. You're able to grab onto Palik's hand and you can't fully carry her. That's not really the design of the spell, but you're able to help guide her away from this destruction and kind of just pull her as you're over the water, pull her, if you will, over towards the edge where the stairs uh, meet the water. And Palik, you are safely catching your breath on the steps. Huh. That was uh, fun, but hurt a little bit. There's, there's a lone applause from 100 feet up. <laughs> Don't golf clap that. That's, well that's not. <laughs> uh, Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm all, I'm all right. Are you sure? I mean, it, uh, there's some splinters, but I'm, I'm alive. I'm glad I saved you. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, sir. Uh, Burnrose turns around to the other people with him. 
and points out at the horizon. The horizon is not what it once was. It has changed in color. The storm is approaching. You guys can see uh, there the fog, this wall of fog, and it's like a perfect wall, solid fog, two miles out, is still holding its position, uh, hasn't come in at all. You have perfect visibility out to it, but it's changed from a, a bright white fog to a slightly gray fog. Straight ahead is clear blue sky. Above. Was the timing of that consistent with the ship falling off the spire? Uh, Brenros noticed it right after the sound of crunching. Right after it hit. You you nod your head. Well, it seems our actions are having an impact on what is occurring around us. Brenros, you say this happened as soon as the ship fell? The moment I heard the mast crack. The moment after, the moment I heard the the spine crack (laughs) down below. (laughs) Perhaps there was more than one ship that was to be sunk. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Wait a minute. You're not saying this was the same ship that we pushed off the crevice at the bottom of the maelstrom, because that would just be crazy. You're back already. Ah! You fly very fast. I'm very, very quick. I'm nimble. All, all All I know is this fog is darkened. And it happened after the ship crashed and Polite wailed and cried and screamed. Let's keep an eye on it. And since we've destroyed anything to do with this spire, let's travel on to the next. Xander will just fly over there. Still is the right. elemental just... Has this uh, fallen ship revealed anything else on the spire? Any uh, writings or anything like Great question. Uh, no. Damn my crafting. I will get it one day. <laughs> Great idea. No crafting. Nothing else on top of this spire. There's is there any way else. into the spire or does it seem okay? No. So no. let us travel to the tarps. Xander, is that where you're headed? All right, Xander, you fly across a couple hundred feet over the ocean and fly to what is arguably the tallest of these spires. And this is one that has several tarps uh, uh, on poles sticking out. As you fly over there, you see that these are wooden poles that have been Uh, put into the ground with uh, uh, canvas tarps up above that are flapping in the breeze. There's also some crude uh, canvas walls that have been tied around, almost making a small crude little house, two little mini houses, only maybe 10 or 15 feet square type uh, places. There is a fire pit in the middle of this spire. This is also one of the most narrow ones that is not uh, lit in any way whatsoever. You can see there's a little spit over the top of it with a mostly consumed bird uh, that's skewered by that spit. And you can see there is a boulder as you fly over that has an odd carving on the top of it and before you can get any closer look at that you spot one final thing and that is a strange 
thin, nearly emaciated, spindly monkey-looking creature hiding behind that boulder. The monkey-looking creature is hiding that long, thin arm. It's about five, five feet tall, but extra long arms, very thin with dark reddish fur, and it's hunkered down low, hiding from uh, all of the heroes on the other spire. And it's hunkering down, and then it hears some strange like noise, this weird, unnatural gust-type noise from above. It looks up and sees this strange, magical shape and goes, and then it moves over to the side and is trying to avoid being seen by you, which fails because you're above it. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Um. How far did I fly? How far was the spire over? Uh, two, three hundred feet. Oh yeah, that's fine then. Um, before I sit down, I'm gonna fly back to let everybody know what I just saw. Okay, Xander comes landing down below on the boat where everyone has gathered walking down the stairs. Is your spell, how long is your spell last? Uh, Let me double check that. I'm going to say a full minute. And as a... Yep, duration one minute. Uh, That that spell has come to an end. Okay. Shit. Um... (laughs) You don't hear that from Xander, Alvin. It came down while I landed, I guess. Uh... There's, there's a thing up there. There's something living up there that was hiding from us. It didn't look ferocious. It didn't look like a monster or pterodactyl. It was kind of like a, I don't know. It was like a gangly, fuzzy guy who wasn't wearing any clothes, but uh, he could see us and he was hiding from us. But hey, he Tom, was... will you clarify something? If the wearing any clothes was in the description you gave, there were there were no clothes <laughs> on this creature. <laughs> Checking my notes. <laughs> Search nudity index. Let's, <laughs> let's go talk to him. Maybe he knows something we don't. I think okay. that's a good idea. I don't want to go by myself. I, I think he was kind of freaked out. We're going to take the little boat over there. All of us will go over. All right. Um, so we all head over. We're going to head over. And while we do so, um, Yara's going to get uh, closer to Xanner and Piercy and show them both the little buckler um, that he uh, that he grabbed. And he's just gonna Piercy. more show it to Piercy than Xanner, but also, Xanner, I'm not sure that this is magical, but there's something about it that seems strange to be in such a dark place. Uh, how you yet their chill dare to float? My, mine don't float. I'm not sure, but perhaps Xana can identify it and see if it can be of more use to you than, of course, it would be useless in my hands. Oh, float down here. <gasps> no, 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 <laughs> Oh, I know that one too. <laughs> uh, Xana, you do detect that it is magical. It is magical. It's neat. What kind of magic? Uh, enchantment. Hold on, let me double check. Enchantment. Enchantment. Um. Oh uh, yes. It is. It is enchanted. Ma'am, may I have a look? May, may I see it? You want to try to identify it? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, you do, Xander. Okay. 
And Xander, you can do that in a minute. Is that correct? Yeah, I was thinking like on the boat ride over to the next spire. Yeah, that's just enough time. Yeah, as you're rowing in this quiet sea with, again, the the waves lapping up against these spires, as you approach this uh, fourth spire, Xander, with a minute of time, has plenty of time to identify or have a chance to identify. I need you to make an arcana roll, Xander. I'm an expert in arcana. That shouldn't be hard. It's, uh, you know, 35. Oh, that was almost a lot less than that. (laughs) I saw that on my 3D dice. You were able to identify this as a floating buckler shield. This is a regular buckler shield that can protect uh, someone as much as they want. And with one action, you can interact with the shield and activate it just once per day. When you do so, the shield magically releases itself, floats off of your arm into the air next to you, granting its bonus as if you had raised the shield. Because you're not wielding the shield, you can't use reactions such as shield block, um, so you can't do that, uh, but it's there. So you have an extra free hand available to you uh, whenever you uh, have used use this. So you can still grab onto something or use a two-handed weapon or whatever it is that you want to do. It does all of that I, and more. <laughs> I'm... I'm dropping this into the party loot sheets. You guys should have access to that. That's the Tiffany's box, right? This is an actor party loot sheet. Do you see that? Got it. Yep. All right. Oh, sweet work. On the uh, little boat right over, uh, Palik will sit next to Sildren and uh, touch his uh, his cloak and see what's to see what happens. What are you doing? What? Well, seeing if I can get your heel. You're like, (laughs) oh, (laughs) like what's happening? Um, That. He's not free. Wait for the change. (laughs) Sir, I'm assuming nothing happens. Help this small creature (laughs) trying to touch me. (laughs) Recoils. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, you can get some vital beacon, which that's four d ten. Oh, God. New character stuff. He's figuring it out. While that happens, I'm going to describe a buckler. This also buckler has some extra protection on it uh, when it comes to raw uh, damage that it can absorb. So this buckler has a hardness of six. So if you are able to uh, absorb damage with the shield, it, it can absorb up to six and it has, it can only take about 12 points though before it starts to break down. So it's not anywhere near as big as Sir Brenros's, but it's, it's an emergency if you need it. So 31 points of healing for Vital Touch. Oh, thank you. And maybe one from Sir Bredros. One what? A heal, a lay on the hands. Sir Bredros. That thing that you do. I'll do battle medicine, but I'm hands. Come on, I'm rowing. Uh, you absolutely can cast it, but uh, it will take, you won't have a recast of it because it takes 10 minutes for you to sit yes. down and pray to recast. So it's up to you. Hey, I'll do it. I'll, when we get there, I'll. I'm all right. I mean, not, that helped a lot. I'm all right. I'm not anymore. Can I also right, do sure. battle medicine as well? Or not battle medicine, but regular medicine? That takes 10 minutes. All right, never mind. Uh, okay. I have to have any sort of special ability to use the, the, the hardness 
of the shield or the damage absorption of the shield? I can't remember. Shield block. Sh- oh. Shield block. Uh, you snap, prevent you. You have to do. Sh- you have to have shield block. But with that shield, you can't use shield block. Yeah. So that is a that is no immediate use then. No. It would be an emergency role-playing type scenario then. All right. Um, so you guys have gotten to this last spire. Well, someone's rolling some terribly weird-looking Medicine guy. roll. Uh, you, hold on. You, if, if you make a medicine roll, if you do treat wounds, that takes 10 minutes. If you do battle medicine, you can only do that to that person, I think, once every 24 once hours. per day, yeah. All right, so let's skip it for now. Okay. All right, never mind. I'll take that 25 heals for sure. You do that, and now you're immune to my... Okay. Climbing up up. the spire. You guys are climbing up this fourth spire. As you do so, Sir Brenros, you feel something uh, drop gently upon your shoulder. Where are you? There you are. Stinky. If it's Xanner, I'm fine with it. If it's anything else, I have nope. an air. Percy's tail. <laughs> nope, you guys are all marching up in line. I'm guessing Yaru is up front. You've been taking the lead about who's, who's in front of me? Yaru. Wait, so I'm behind everyone, or where am I? Yaru's first, so if he's in front of you, that makes you second. <laughs> Percy will be last. All right, uh, Brenro stops dead in his track. Something... Something's on me. Who's touching me? Zildren, who's behind uh, uh, Brenros, or Brenros, does he see what You happens? look, you see some sort of strange dirt upon Brenros's shoulder <laughs> that smells dreadful. I'm going to die. <laughs> it doesn't look good. Um, it's... Probably better off not to ask. You're fine. Let's keep traveling. And there's a right. weight now to my shoulder. Is that correct? No, no, no. It's very light. It's very, very light. light little feeling. All right. Gas eater. I have heard what Sildren <laughs> said. He said, I'm fine. All right. So, uh, will cautiously just keep stepping and along. This is a spiral going up. Yep. Another. So, he'll be downwind from all of us at some point, right? As at some point, <laughs> and, and those of you behind him, just over time, you just kind of roll your eyes and know there are certain old surrenders <laughs> things you just have to take and understand that that's going to happen. Yara's just up front, like 20 feet ahead, like, why are you guys slowing down? Yes, let's, let's go. Particular uh, heavy meals, <laughs> lactose intolerance. You guys uh, climb up to the top and see what I described earlier of two small... Uh, essentially four post pole, wooden poles with uh, canvas tarps uh, crudely uh, tied to them. You can see a, a thatch of uh, brambles that have been made into some sort of bed in one of them. There is a fire pit that is not lit with a spit over it. And then there is a boulder that you can see. And that's all you see. Uh, Yaru's gonna approach slowly with caution, uh, with his hands kind of up. Just hello, is it a master of this domain? Make a diplomacy roll minus, minus two. 
22. That's minus two racism oh, bonus. Oh, you had to say it. 22 total. With a 22 total, you say that and you hear, die, die, and make a reflex saving throw. Oh, man. Did I do it? No, I'm sorry. Oh, oh no. With uh, a natural, natural one, <laughs> you try to save the diplomatic no, no, no. situation. I have two and hero what points. <laughs> you're doing hero points. I'll, oh, give, I'll give you one. Oh, thank you. Can't get, can't get oh, worse than a one. I just want to see what happens. I'm not giving you any hero points. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> want this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Only good stuff comes from Day Day Day! Yeah, double click. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did uh, 25 minus 2, 23. With a 23, no, 27, <laughs> 27 minus two is a 20. No, there, uh, I, I rolled it twice. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, 23. 23 is, is enough. You are able to duck out of the way as a big mass of poo is flung <laughs> right at you, goes right over your head and misses you and hits whoever's right behind you square in the chest. <laughs> I believe, according to party marching order, correct me if I'm wrong, that would be a knight of the order of the vigilance. <laughs> Who just shakes his head just like Christopher's doing. <laughs> and, then, and then brings up his shield. <laughs> As you stand there, Brenros, with the smell and your shield up a little too late, wondering what the hell just happened, we are going to stop there and take our break, and we will be back in just a little bit. It's funny. Dumb Xana looks. How goofy Yaru looks when he gets one of his ears bent back and is trying to flip it back forward. The side eye glance Yafane gives Sildren when he says something stupid. Do you ever wonder how darn cute yours truly is? If you answer yes to any of these or all of them, you need to tune in to our live stream Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash bars. You are standing on the top of this fourth spire. There's this boulder um, and these tarps and the structure and this crazy thin five foot tall monkeyish creature with a squat little snout type thing with those uh, like extra eerie, creepy human teeth. Like someone might Photoshop them in that just looks like just bizarre. It's got that uh, big eyes and dark reddish fur. And it just got done reaching behind itself and hurling a ranged weapon attack at the group striking Sir Brenros. And it says, uh, you stay back, Slayer! Pointing at Sir Brenros. Brenros uh, Polik's going to try to, kind of as sneaky as she can, try to circumvent and get around the backside of this little thing. Polik, did you skewer the flying beast earlier? Who finished it off? It was not Polik. Oh, um, hang on, let me Anyone see. remember? I can't remember. I don't remember either. It wasn't Polik, though. <laughs> 
Mm-mm. You keep track of that, Xander? Usually. Really? I think it was. I f- uh, think it was Piercy. Yeah, Piercy killed both of the creatures. Oh, all right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's me. All right, Piercy, as Palik, you make your way around this boulder. The rest of the group comes up these stairs to the top of the spire. Piercy, you are charged by this uh, weird flailing monkey, and it says, uh, Slayer! And comes racing right at you, Piercy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do some some swashbuckling moves, and try to get out of its direct line. All right. I will make an attack roll here. Where is my thing? There we go. Rolling a here. Picturing a matador situation with his new floating shield. What's your armor class? <laughs> um, I can look it up right 28. here. 28. Do I have the floating shield? I don't have the this is a grappling master. You are grappled successfully as the creature hugs you tightly. And then let's go. Slayer! Slayer! And then pats you on the head and pats you on the head and then hugs you again. Uh, uh, yeah, then- yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Piercy. Piercy. And then points at Sir Brenros and says, Slayer of me! And gets behind you, Piercy, pointing at Brenros. Uh, no, no, he he's a nice guy. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! Don't attack him! Very rude. Just threw his filth all over me. Ruined the shield. <laughs> uh, no, he he's not going to hurt you. He's a bad human! Bad! Bad! Why, why you say that? All humans are bad! Stupid, stupid, stinky humans! I feel I feel Sildren nodding behind me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, but the only, as you know, the only yeah. human in our group, I mean, Ren you know, Can you say he's wrong? <laughs> what uh, other humans have, have you seen? Uh, uh, humans chased me here. And he reaches down and picks up a big, sharp-looking rock in his right hand and hides behind you again, Piercy. He raises a shield, a Piercy shield. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Put put me down. It's going to be okay. Now, what is your name? I am Puapua. You are the Slayer. Uh, okay. I'll call you Pua. Uh, I guess that's a fitting. Um, oh, yes, very fitting. I am Percy. This is uh, Brenros and Yaru and Palik. Slayer! And throws the rock at Sir Brenros once he has been cordially introduced to you. <laughs> I got um, my shield up in advance. You did. It bounces hard. You swatted that rock out of the way <laughs> easily. You don't have to take this. I'll be behind everyone. <laughs> I seem to be distracting. Uh, Brenros will move down to be last place in this uh, party lineup. All right, you you kind of what all us. humans should be. <laughs> oh, uh, racist, pretty damn quick. 
I think you on the smoky good side. side you know? Finally, Yaru gets to like be the one. <laughs> <laughs> See where I stand in all this? You slayed it. You slayed the fly fly. Uh, what? Uh, I I had some help from my friends here. Ah, but then you died. Oh, so sad. Uh, who died? Uh, you died. Wah! A splash. This one has been watching us. This but I'm night. here. I'm not dead. Yet. He looks you up and down very closely, and he pokes you in the neck gently with a finger. A finger that smells not too pleasant, by the way. <laughs> Before he draws it away from his cheek pouch just a little bit. <laughs> Save that for later. <laughs> uh, Percy wants to use quick coercion to convince um, Pooh that Brenros is not the enemy. Okay, um, that's an intimidation. <laughs> so how are you trying to, you got to role play that out. What are you trying to do? It's intimidation? Yeah, the coercion is you want to quickly. There's a nice guy, I'm telling you. Percy, Percy sniffs, sniffs his fingers after <laughs> like wiping off where he got poked on the, on the neck. Uh, hey, now listen here. He's not going to hurt you, and I'm not going to hurt you, but you got to stop throwing the poo at us. Make an intimidation roll. That normally takes a lot longer, a lot more interrogation, but the quick coercion feat, it's just as fast as you said it. Skills. Intimidation. 20. Total of 20. I think this is the first intimidation roll you may have ever rolled. Probably. Probably, and it shows. <laughs> he just goes, and pokes you gently in the throat again. Ah. <laughs> just finds a new point on your face to just uh, just a little <laughs> little Hitler mustache that he doesn't know. <laughs> oh my god! I got you. Know we have this very dramatic, straightforward script in the beginning, but it always devolves to poop jokes near the end. Uh, Sildren approaches this creature. Um, he turns around carefully and picks up a smaller stone and hides um, behind Piercy. Sildren, a druid of the seventh circle. Um, how long have you been here? And indeed, what are you, creature? I am Puabwa. I've been here a long time, very long time. Yes, bad slayer. Grr. You gr growling at Sir Brenros. Why are you here? I'm around the curve on the spire. Oh yeah, he's making sure he's got some sort of sight on you in some way. I was I was trapped. I went down the sinky hole. Down, down, down I go. The sinky uh, hole in the water? The sinky hole in the big big water. And have you been to all of these spires? Yes, many spires, many times. This is my home. Uh, how, he's, how? And, he's, and he, by the way, he's putting a a, a, a bare knuckle, gentle grip on your shoulder, your left shoulder, as he's behind you, uh, Piercy. 
drumming his weird monkey hands on your shoulder. <laughs> uh, how, how gently how touching the side get... of your neck? As well. <laughs> A finger in the ear. <laughs> A black willy. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, how did you get to the sinky hole? <laughs> Do you hear that? <laughs> uh, I was on a on a little boat. Long, long time at sea. Dangerous sea. Viver, you on a boat? I was trying to find a new home. They didn't want me in my old home. Stupid humans! And he throws a rock uh, over the boulder where Brenros is halfway behind. And I'm looking for a natural 19 or 20 right here. Come on, here we go. Nope, it's a two. Is he within 15 feet? <laughs> you are not able to trigger any awesome uh, Either right after he throws it, Polik wants to come up behind him with the dagger to his throat. All right. You're gonna uh, sit down on your hands now and not throw anything else. Make an intimidation plus three. Uh, A 36. With a 36, I'm picturing a John Cleese from A Fish Called Wanda just going, yep, and sitting (laughs) up quickly in a chair. And he immediately uh, sits down and what'd you say? Put put his sit, hands somewhere. Sit on his hands and don't throw anything else. All right. Peter does the same thing. Oh, he's very good at sitting <laughs> yeah. on his hands. Yes. <laughs> he put his hands deep <laughs> underneath when he sits. Every down. now and then you get a wiggle. <laughs> once uh, once he opens has- his mouth and you see a little thing. Ah. <laughs> oh. has him in a pretty good like uh, controlled position. You're always going to start kind of searching around the estate, if you will. All right, you see there is a strange bundle of some traveling looking gear that seems out of place. You see, ah, make a perception roll. I'll do it. Uh, total 21, there's some kind of eyeball on the perception thing that's like got a cross through it. I don't know if that affects it at all. No, 21 is nothing of interest there. And I'm grab that strange bundle of traveling gear though. Okay, you do. It's it's a bunch of rods, metal rods wrapped in a lot of canvas and it looks to be a tent. And uh Puabwa as you do that says, "My treasure! My treasure! Not my precious. My treasure!" Settle down. He settles back down, sitting on a rock in his hand. It is okay. I'm simply looking for clues for us. Nothing of yours will be taken. Except this. <laughs> tiny and valuable, and maybe your life too, if you're not gonna... All I need is this tent. Yeah. This tent, this and... fire, I need the tent. All I need is the tent <laughs> and the fire. <laughs> Uh, just this rock, just the tent, <laughs> the fire, and this rock, and I'll be fine. That's all. How many boulders do you have that have writing on them? Let me see. Let me see. 
Uh, Yaro, you also see he has a small seaweed wrap, uh, almost like a giant leaf, but it's of seaweed, some sort of seaweed he's wrapped around. And inside he has five delicious fish heads that are already pre-cooked. Oh, wow. Uh, I will bring the fish heads over to him uh, and just kind of rest them down in front of him and give those to him. All right. Is it for you, Bleak? Lower your dagger at least. Mm. We'll be watching you. And if there is a slayer among us, it is her, my friend. And I'll go back to looting. Just giving him more ammunition. (laughs) (laughs) So, can I ask you, Pooh? Pua, hi, my, I'm Xander, peepin' hi. Uh, you were trying to hide from the fly fly? Was it attacking you? The fly fly causes all sorts of problems for me. Uh, attacks uh, whenever it gets hungry, attacks whenever it gets bored, always attacking me. Bad, bad fly fly. And the fly fly's gone. The fly fly's gone for the Yay! slayer. He puts his hands quickly back underneath his yeah. legs. <laughs> What did you do to defend yourself against the fly fly? How did you survive? Uh, he motions to the side where his other pile of treasure is being kicked accidentally by Yaru, which is a bunch of uh, nice looking throwing stones and two wooden sticks he uses for clubs. Battle gear. Very smart. This is good stuff here. We came by way of the maelstrom. Did I hear that right? He said he went down a, a giant sinky hole in the water. I'll kind assume that's a maelstrom. It sounds like our maelstrom, yes. Well, how did he get there? <clears throat> in a boat. Whose boat? His boat. Are you this, listening? He can't. Surely he can't. He can't <laughs> pilot a boat, can he? What are you trying to say, Sir Brenros? Only <laughs> humans can pilot boats. Humans are the worst. Hey, you you started this racist shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear it from any of you. We're the superior right ra- now. <laughs> why? Why? Why did he come here? Or to the where the maelstrom was. How did he even get there? What's he, he was, doing in the hazen depths? He, he he was looking for a new home, he said. Why do you have the answers? Because <laughs> we I, were I, listening? I can't hear from over there. I can't hear with all these rocks coming at me. <laughs> just rocks. <laughs> uh, and he's just glaring at you the whole time, Sir Brenros. Pooh, can I ask you a question real quick? You have all of these different spires that you could have lived on. Why did you pick this one? This one's uh, the this one's this one's the tallest. This one's the flattest. This one has no fly flies and, and, and no stupid ships or or pointy towers. And this one doesn't doesn't uh, duh, 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 didn't have the the, the black ship spire. A black ship. He nods. Do we see a black ship? We don't see a black ship, do we? You see no black ship. Now, where's the black ship? 
he motions in some direction, but you can't make it out as he's sitting on his hands. <laughs> you can, can you point out where the black ship spire would be? One hand, little monkey. You get one hand. All right. He whips out a hand. There happened to be some material attached to it that accidentally gets flung in Brenros's general direction. <laughs> Brenros, make a reflex saving throw, please. <laughs> Hold on. Reflex saving throw. Wherever it is. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Wee. A 33. With a 33, you are finally able to dodge this one and do suffer no humiliation. Uh, the Puabo then points to the middle spire. Black ship was, was there for a long time. And when um, Ven, did it leave? Uh, uh, many moons ago. Loud sound, and then many bones, and then a black ship went sail away, sail away, or no go flow. I knew it. I knew it. In that spire. Seen the night skull floating through here. I knew he'd seen something. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you are, but. Render seems um, very perturbed. Speaking of all this, um, Night Skull, Black Ship, Floating Bones, um, what's 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 it look like around, like, towards towards all our perimeter where the, the gray storm is? How's that looking right now? No storm at all. It is just fog, and fog. it is... Uh, what's your... Make a nature roll. Nature. Matter. So it's it's changed. I don't know see. that yet. Nature. Yeah. Woo! Natural what? twenty. Natural twenty. It has gotten a hair darker. Very subtle to see. Uh, it has gotten a hair darker and darker. Not closer or anything at all. Uh, just the fog is darkening up. But it is still bright blue sky above you. It's very odd. Uh, guys, uh, I think I think the fog is uh, is getting a little darker. Has this happened before, Pooh? Where the fog is darkened? <clears throat> uh, no, 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 no fog, but white fog. You are the only ones uh, I've ever seen here. Not not many others show up. Just just fly flies and and seabirds, uh, a goblin, two whales once, uh, a capsized boat. And what's in that other spire? The one where the black ship was. That's the and, uh, and Tom. That's the one we have not been to yet. Correct. Uh, the yeah. middle one okay. you have not yep. been to yet. Correct. He shrugs and says, a oh, little, 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 little tower. And have you been in that tower? No. Knock, knock, but no one was home until the big sound. You said a goblin was here? Yes, many moons ago. What, how did he, how did that goblin get here? I, I, I don't know. Did you ever talk to the goblin? Uh, he, Goblin was stranger than Puabwa. 
Doubtful. How did the That's how I learned leave? this. And he flings something at Sir Brenros. Sir Brenros, make a reflex saving throw. There's going to be an alignment change here in a little bit. <laughs> What's happening? What's going reflex on? Reflex saving throw, real quick. Jeez. Oh, Single click. Like, sounds like poo and some. <laughs> oh, no. Natural one! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Sir Brenros I says, spend what the hell? Point. <laughs> And as you duck down, saying the word what, you get a mouthful of it. You cough it out, wipe it out, and I need you to make a fortitude saving throw, please. Hmm. You have caught dysentery. (laughs) You're really good at fortitude, though. Uh, 24. All right. You've contracted Puabua disease is the name of this affliction. (laughs) Uh, you currently have, you currently have no ill effects that you're aware of other than your throat feels really raw and nutty. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Palik is going to grab, pulls out some fish bones, grab him by the hair, whip his head back and Ah! him the knife, not like, just like nick him, but the knife is going to go directly in his throat. That's twice. That's twice you've thrown your shit at my friend after I told you not to. Bleak, bleak, bleak. It'll be fine. It's just a little... I'll let off a little bit. (laughs) I want to see how long he could do that for. (laughs) She's just going to need water. Tom's face went four shades more red than it should (laughs) have. It felt bad. It's also the sound that uh, Brenrus is going to be making in about 45 minutes if he swallows. <laughs> yeah. That's also the sound Xanner made when he became a man for the first time. <laughs> Didn't last nearly that long. That's and then it was bang, bang, bang. Xanner, what are you doing in there? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> 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 Some deep dog. track callbacks. All right. Uh-huh. Um, Yaru, if there's nothing of interest in the tent piles, Yaru's going to climb up the boulder and try to read the text. Uh, you go up to the boulder. You see no text at all, but you do see there the top part of the boulder has been uh, just flattened and cut unnaturally. So there's a, there's a top to it, and you can see that there is a sword a rusted uh, sword on top, old, and as you get close to it and uh, try to pick it up or get a better look at it, you see it is uh, made part of the rock. It's an iron sword, but say like two thirds of it are within the rock. The top third, as it's laying flat, uh, is just sticking out. Uh, And that's what you see, this old rusty sword. Looks like it's ready to crumble apart and it's been there for decades. Yeah. Um, I'll try to. I'll you know unknowingly I'll try to pick it up and claw at it and see uh, if anything happens. Uh, with your finger, I was gonna say no one can really do that, but you kind of have cooler hands than most people, and with a freakish grip strength, you're able to grab on and just small finger length section of uh, rusted iron just comes out and breaks off, and there's there's no way of getting it out. Oh, okay. Um, yeah pocket that a, a pocket of rusted red sword 
finger gook. Yeah. Just got it. As I get down and show it to the group. All right. <laughs> Look what he I comes got. down. He comes Ten down showing something on his finger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, Yaru? <laughs> I'll be about as good as Brenro Cinnamon. Uh, yeah, I just show them that it's just nothing but an old rusted sword cut unnaturally. Don't kill me! No killing me! I will murder you if you throw anything again. If you murder me, then I will murder you, and I will murder the Slayer, and then I'll hug you, he says, looking at Pixie. Shut up. Unless you're spoken to. Uh, uh, Palik, it's okay. It's uh, just a little poo. I'm ready to throw this little shit off of the bill, off of the spire. Hey, he's, uh, uh, take it easy, yeah? He's been alone for a really long time! What is his name? Apu. Puabua. Puabua. Yeah. <laughs> he bites his lip real fast. <laughs> right, hold on, I'm going to do a point of damage to him. All right, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Can, right. you, can you lead us to that tower? He nods silently. Will you lead us to the tower? <laughs> He nods silently. Is there, uh, there's stairs that go up the spire, like the rest of them, the center one? No. Are there chains that lead to it? Yes. Okay. No, correction, there are stairs. I, I totally stand corrected, there are stairs. Okay. I don't think we need them to lead us there. But he can come as our captive. We could tie his little shit hands together. I bet he knows some secrets about how to get around this place. Pooh, exactly what's your favorite come. way to get from here to there? Says nothing. You can talk. <clears throat> I, 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 I climb from the chains, swing with, with muscles and speed. How fast are you? I can show you. Oh, no. Go. Nope. <laughs> I'm not letting this little guy go. He's just going to do more harm than good. What harm can he do? He's throwing uh. shit at Brenros. Brenros it's funny, but it's also not nice. Um, Percy, Percy walks up to, to Pooh and to Palik. And... He pulls a banana out of his cheek. Ooh. Puabla's eyes light up. Uh, Pooh, if you, if you stop a throwing to, to poo at uh, Ranros, I, I give a, a banana. Yeah? He nods. And by the way, anyone wondering, this isn't just a role-playing thing Tim has just pulled out of his ass, quote-unquote. This is an ability <laughs> his character has to do fun little things like that with his cheek pouch. It's pretty cool. A shimp planner. Yeah. I pulled, it, I pulled it out from underneath the ship. Okay. A couple episodes ago. Uh, Palik, uh, not Palik, I'm sorry. Uh, Puabo is not moving, though, with Palik still there with a the sword uh, at his throat. Uh, Palik, uh... Can you let him go? He's, he's your responsibility. That's, that's a fine. Don't let him run wild or he might trip and fall. <laughs> now, now, Pooh, you, 
you and you got to to, to be good and uh then we get over to the other tower i'll give it a banana he says okay that sounds good okay Fair. here we go after you uh, he gets up looking at Palik and then r- looks at Yaru. Are you still absconding with uh, his fish heads and or uh, tent? Yeah, I let it, up yeah if there was nothing actually of value, I'm letting it all go. You're letting oh. it all go, okay. And I gave him the fish uh, heads. Like, he... Palik was pretty oh, threatening yeah. the entire time, but I was trying to be the good cop. He grabs those then, wrapped up in the seaweed, tucks them away and runs off and leaps off the top of the spire and goes falling down about 20 feet and catches uh, one of these dangling chains between this spire and the middle one and then starts just going end over end like a crazy monkey super fast, even letting go between swings as he instantly makes his way across to the other side. I think you just lost your race, Xander. Not yet! Xander casts Elemental Motion and uh, takes off. All right. Xander flies across and with great speed. What is your uh, speed uh, of that? 30 feet. For... Definitely comes in <laughs> second. And the two of you are at the other side. You're on this middle spire. This spire has rocks that are uh, rock outcroppings. On, it's uh, kind of narrow. Rock outcroppings on uh, f- different corners of it that mostly conceal a mausoleum-looking structure. It's circular. It's about, let's see... 10 feet, 12 feet wide. It's got a uh, metal dome over the top. It's got a metal door. Uh, It's a strange metal squares next to the door. And you have Puabo there uh, going, you're so slow, you're so slow. You you don't know, I, I didn't have to lose. I just wanted you to feel better about yourself. You're really fast. He then leaps off this spire back onto the chain and goes end over end back to his spire and runs up to uh, Piercy and says, there I go, super fast, banana. Um, can we get in, in the thing over there on, on the spire? He shrugs. Piercy shrugs, hands him the banana. He takes it and bites off the top third hole and starts chewing peel and all. Uh, watch out that the, the peel mind uh, you up a little bit there. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fight out. <laughs> Let's go see what this final spire is about. And Sildren hops on the chain and travels across. Okay, uh, that's. Mm, let's skip the acrobatics roll as you guys make your way over there. Puabo is not coming. He's enjoying his banana and fish heads and staying uh, on his spire and is lighting up his fire. That was like the whole thing. <laughs> I told him to come. That was the agreement. He ran across. He came back, got his banana, and is now starting a fire. Piercy, you got to be more authoritarian with your pets, man. <laughs> hey, it is trick. 
Puabla, before you go, Piercy, uh, comes over and says, "You're very, you're very, you're very, you, you, you're very nice to me. You're uh, my friend." Uh, uh, yes, yes, of course. I'm, I'm your friend. How good sure. a friend? Uh, well, we just met and all, but uh, I, I, yes, I'm your best friend, yes? Oh, then you, you can have my great treasure. And he walks over and gives you his bundle tent. <laughs> well, uh, uh, thank you, uh, Pooh. Um, can I leave it here with you uh, until I get back uh, from over there? Yes. Very well. All right. Okay. The group makes their way over to the central spire. You are in between these rocks that are pressed up close. This is the shortest spire, about 80 feet tall. You're pressed up close against uh, the this uh, mausoleum with the dome, uh, this door, and it's got uh, a, a square section next to the door. There is a sound of some seagulls off in the distance, and that's it. I think both uh, Seth and I probably don't have a great love for mausoleums since season one. Oh. Is this the first time we've heard seagulls? Yes. Hmm. Okay. And where are the seagulls? You look around, you can't see. There's some uh, uh, gray, whitish boulders that are blocking a lot of the vision up here. That's why you were only able to see just the top of the dome from different angles so far. And we're looking like... You're on the top of the spire? Yep. On the top of the spire, it's rather narrow. There are a couple white boulders that almost cover the whole top, but there's enough of a spot that there's a mausoleum in the middle surrounded by these boulders that block most of the vision to it. it. There's also a small space between the boulders that leads to metal rusted steps that spiral down. Children will head towards the mausoleum. Okay. Then it was there first. Still win. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Xander Sildren. Towards the stairs. Xander wants to uh, detect magic on the mausoleum. You detect <laughs> no, 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 no. magic. Well, what's the range on that? 30 feet? Uh, yes. Hang on. Let me see if that's the same with fourth level as well. I don't think it expands the range. I think it just expands its abilities. Looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. It says, uh, uh, oh, yeah, 30 feet. You detect magic. Yes, you do. And then, of course, your next absolutely annoying question every time now <laughs> is what type of magic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is abjuration magic, which deals with, um, uh, protection. Okay. I I can detect that there's some protective abjuration magic around here. It might be a ward. It might be a binding. It might be a trap. Might be none of those. I don't know. It's an adventure. 
Sildren, you see on the mausoleum, there is a carving in metal uh, at, at the top above the door. And it is words written in uh, the language of old Abizrin. You can at least know that much if you don't know the language. Uh, which I do not. Okay. Uh, and then, hold, okay. and then next to the door, low to the ground, is a sunken in section into this mausoleum, just a couple inches, of which there are four plates copper plates and next to that is a uh, metal peg sticking out of the side with a uh, bag hanging from that peg small little sack Xanar uh, there's writing here that you may be able to decipher and there's other things to be seen and Sildren calls the the group over. All right, Yaru, those are stairs that just wind down around the side, down to the ocean. Return to Sildren. Okay, the group's all gathered around the door. Uh, Xander uh, reads the Bizerin. Reading the old Bizerin from an empire long gone, it reads, the wind will always be at your back when you sail north. Um, which way is north? Do we know? You do not. Sildren does. Sildren will cast no direction and then Sil point north. <laughs> Sildren points north and it's between two spires and he points and can absolutely show you at any time where north is. Uh, I don't... Pull. Pull. Can you hear me? Uh, you can see a monkey arm waving from far away. Which <laughs> way did the chip go? The black chip. Which way? There's a long pause and then a hand pointing repeatedly towards the north. Thank you. Um. So when you were describing the the plates in this bag, Tom, there was a metal peg, and that's what the the bag was hanging on. And then there were four plates. Are they like like standing up, laying down? No, uh, they're squares. Uh, little squares, maybe. Let's see. Let's say a foot, uh, a foot by a foot wide and they are slightly inside the uh, wall of this mausoleum, just a couple inches next to the door. There are four of these plates next to each other, and they are copper, and one of them has a crude drawing on it that looks like a white light coming out of a crude representation of a lighthouse. And this crude drawing is done in chalk and it pulses ever so slightly with a golden-like color. 
the 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 chalk itself just ever so slightly. What what color chalk? You said white. It's whitish chalk. Yes. Does it look like the plates would sit on the back of that statue on the little like nodules or whatever? Negative. They are attached into this wall. Oh, so they're like part of the wall. There's no getting yes, them out. Correct. Okay. Um, Sildren's gonna inspect the bag hanging on the peg. Sildren looks like he's Chris is wincing. Yeah. <laughs> Carefully opens the bag towards Xander's direction and then yeah. looks inside. <laughs> inside, you see about a dozen pieces of chalk. It's just more chalk. I think what we have here is uh, some sort of teleportation device. You, you draw what you want to draw where you want to go on the plate <coughs> and, uh, and poof. How do you how do you know that? That's my that's my yes. Right, that'll be fun to see. Don't uh, die. Uh, where you want to go? Go to the, go to the lighthouse. So, Piercy, there are four plates, one of which has a crew drawing of what looks to be that lighthouse with a little bit of light coming out of the top. And it's again done in the whitest chalk and it's just glowing ever so slightly a golden color. Steve reaches out to touch the drawing. <laughs> All right, you touch the drawing. Nothing changes, nothing moves, nothing at all happens. A little bit of white chalk is on your hand and it is not glowing when it's on your finger. Uh, maybe as Draw, Draw a picture of uh, your tarps and go see your little buddy. Oh, okay. Um. He takes out a piece of chalk and begins to sketch out a little monkey man and a boulder and tents. All right. Although I do think Sildren is... No, was it Sildren? No, 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 no. It was... No, it was, it was Jix. It was yeah. absolutely Jix. Jix was the... Uh, the drawer from episode nine. Sure uh, you you draw on one of the blank plates that image you just described, and you notice that there is no glow to the imagery, and you see no effect. I uh, don't think it's a farkin. Wait, 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 wait! It might. Xander walks up to kind of squeezes his way through, <laughs> and pushes on the plates. Okay. He tries to push it in towards the wall. There is no motion to the plate. You have two plates right now, one of which is of a lighthouse with a light that is glowing ever so slightly, and then one that is of tarps and a monkeyish figure that is not glowing, and then two empty blank plates. Which Xander plate? would like to do a perception check to see uh, where the lighthouse is according to where they're standing. Okay. The lighthouse is, oh gee, southwest. Okay, so as we face the mausoleum, it's it's behind us at like seven o'clock. Sure. Okay. Which way is the that statue face thing? Where where is it pointing towards? Which the face fire? of it? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, the beak is pointing towards the central spire, the mausoleum where you are at. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. I got to nothing. Shall we investigate the mausoleum? Yeah. You said there was a door, Tom? There is a door. You see no handle upon this door. Um, There's a metal door. Can you... Looks like a slab inset. Does it look like it might be able to be pushed open? I have no idea. <clears throat> Give me a hand here, Sir Brenrose and Soldier oh, Knoll. Now I'm of use. <laughs> Humans are fine until... He's just... You notice they've been staying outside of scent range of you this whole time. <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, Brenrose will lend a hand. All right, you push and push, and the door does not budge. It's as though it is uh, permanently part of this structure. And is there, uh, walking around the mausoleum, is there any other entrances, second floor? Like, you know, how high does it go? Uh, there is no other entrance. It only goes about 15 feet. There's a metal dome at the top, and there's nothing else. And again, it has a very door-like feel because there's little seams on, on the sides, but you can't feel anything. It's perfectly smooth. And then what we talked about earlier, this uh, these four little panels, four little plates are uh, off to the side of the door with the bag hanging off a peg next to those. Yaru, do you still have the sapphire? That's up to you, Yaru. Uh, sure. I took it out of the lighthouse. I'll present it uh, to Xanon. I know it doesn't have any magic, but I figured it if if the lighthouse is glowing just a little bit on, on the plate here, there might have been some connection to it. You could be right. I did not touch anything, though, when I placed it into the block. It simply moved on its, on its own accord. Piercy, with your amazing illustration not doing anything, you wipe it clean. Okay. Um, can I recall knowledge? For what? For a <laughs> solution to this clues <laughs> for little pegs with sacks hanging below them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a little intimate. Uh, there's now there, there's nothing along those lines. Ah, nothing. Make a crazy arcana roll. All right. Crazy. Yeah, just make a quick oh. roll. It's not going to happen. 27? 27 is not crazy enough. No, okay. you've never heard of anything like this. Right. I do wonder, the lighthouse, it's moved from point to point to point. You mentioned that earlier, Alistair. Hmm. What, if, what if other things here on this uh, spire, other spires moved as well. Like the statue in the ship that we have moved around. Yes. And what if this door is just in a wrong position? It opens, but more to the side, sliding open than anything else. That makes 
sense. But I don't know how. We never. We moved the statue and we the ship. We moved that, but we didn't move anything on that spire, pointing them back up to the one with the tarps and where the little. By the way, at, at least one of you notice uh, Piercy take the piece of drawing chalk he took out of the sack and put it in his mouth for later. You never Chasing know. it with water. There's still another bag full of it, but he knows no one will no one will miss it. Tanner hand presses each of the four tiles, uh, ending ending at okay. the lighthouse one. You press each one. You press on a blank one, blank one, blank one. You press on the one that has a drawing of the lighthouse and nothing changes. You have a little bit of chalk on your hand, but it doesn't glow uh, at all with that faint golden hue that's only on the drawing on the panel itself. Sildren will take some chalk and try and do a fairly, a uh, uh, replicate the t- spire with the statue on it. And if there's an orientation, like from where the lighthouse is, like, let's say that, like, like which plate is the lighthouse on? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we, we figured okay. that one out earlier. Okay, so you're making a drawing. You draw on what you think is a representative uh, location of the plate. You draw, what are you uh, drawing? The spire again? with the statue. All right, you In draw the whatever same, like, like vein and genre as the, the lighthouse one. So trying to right. mimic it. And you draw a, a statue of a bird-like face. There is no change at all to your drawing. It looks fine until when you're about to give up, you see a tiny little bit of your drawing, the statue of a bird-like picture you've crudely drawn glows with a little bit of gold to it. Oh, look at that. And we did it again. Sildren will draw the next tower and what are you drawing um the tower with the ship still there all right you draw a tower at the top of your tower is this crude little ship the tower the the spire itself uh is not lit up in any way and the chalk doesn't seem to do anything but the ship on top turns a faint golden hue Making progress. Draw the next one. That one or this one with the mausoleum? No, no, the the other one with the boulder on the top with the little shit monster. Sildren will do that, um, ignoring anything that... Do a better job than I did. Yeah, he's not worrying about the tarps or anything that's been set up, but, but the structure of the tower itself, the way it would have been before... Uh, Pooh had come and and set things and up. add things to it. All right, yeah. you draw that. Uh, the spire itself has no change, but the rough shape of the environment atop uh, also has no change. There's no effect. So you have three tiles that have a golden hue to the chalk, but the last one did nothing. And on the other spire, it looked like there was something that was sheared off. Like on the last spire? Yeah. Uh, no, on the spire with the monkey. Yeah. There was something that looked like it was sheared off. That was Yaru, uh, and Alistair is not here at the moment for some reason. Um, that was a boulder. Top of the boulder. Like, he was talking about a sword in there, like laid down. 
Right, he showed us his rusty finger from the sword. Uh, Javash, a sword on it. I think that rusty finger was from the monkey. (laughs) (laughs) So Sildren will, I guess, draw the boulder just a little bit bigger and add a sword to it. All right, you add a sword to it, and as you look, the tiny little drawing of the sword glows a little golden, and you hear a chunk, and the door un- unmove, moves a little bit, and then grindly slides and rotates out of place, leaving an opening just inside. You this did it, Sildren. You're a genius. After you. Children, gain a hero point, by the way. Oh, thank you. Nice. Uh, Xander will uh, produce flame in his hand and walk in. All right, you walk inside. It is dark, but as you walk inside with the flame, you find yourself in a small 12, 15 foot little chamber. And this chamber has, uh, is completely empty in every way except it has a lever on the far side that has three positions almost like a gear shift so it's uh, it can go it's in its up position you can swing it out bring it down into a middle position or swing it down to the bottom position there are three positions it's in the up position right now as uh, everyone enters yes oh yeah all right let's stay together yeah, crew for sure well, I wouldn't say for sure with this group. We. <laughs> I was just saying for sure for. <laughs> right. Well, All Penrose right. is certainly stepping in there. Yep. All right, everyone's in. Yep. <clears throat> There's a lever. You're I... sort of our lever guys. I, can't believe... <laughs> I yeah! can't believe you haven't pulled it already. <laughs> I, had to, I had to wait. This is so hard. <laughs> In the uh, light of uh, Xanner's magic, uh, are there any other writings or uh, whatnot uh, within? Any other? Or is it just smooth in this? Make a perception roll. Oh, I'm known for this. No, you are not. <laughs> you lie, Brynrose. <laughs> I'm known for this. Oh. Uh, 32. 32, you see there are little, uh, s- not little, long slots in the floor and ceiling crisscrossed, uh, but you can't unsee the f- function of them. Hmm. Looks like you could put like a, uh, maybe like a, a, a rod, maybe three feet long into a couple of these type of a thing. How, um, how long are the rods from the tent lengthwise? that who gave uh, Piercy? Uh, longer than that. Oh, there's nothing around here. Nothing on the walls, just these levers. What do those levers do? Yeah, Xander, what do those levers do? Let's One lever out. with a couple positions. What are you doing, Xander? So wait, let's circle back for a second. The uh, the junk. <laughs> Xander's just like, no, so let's touch the lever. Um so we were talking about the 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 poles from from the tent. They're a little bit longer than what the holes would be, but they would fit in there, right? They would just stick out a little bit, is what you're sounds like what you're saying is the best guess I can give Piercy. Yes. Which may mean they go in there and just stick out. Uh, I, I wouldn't... They're, they're tent poles. 
Yes, and... They are now, but maybe they weren't. They, you know, at the bottom of the ocean earlier, there were silver coins that was a balance to um, a ship. There was a ship on a ledge. There was a drawing that we just drew to create uh, an entrance for us. This is not too far-fetched. Percy yells back over towards <laughs> um, Pooh and says, uh, Pooh, Pooh. Uh, he waves again. Ask uh, Christopher Pooh, can can you bring my my <laughs> gift over? My the gift you gave me. I, it's, he's hundreds of feet away, so I don't think you can hear the sigh, but after some time, uh, Puabwa, uh has it wrapped on an arm and is much slower one-handedly uh, swinging over on his chains, and he makes his way over and drops off the, uh, the uh, tent, drops it on the ground, uh, gives you a hug, Piercy, and then runs away when he sees Sir Brenros and goes right back to the other side. Uh, t- thank you. He waves and then falls to his doom. Just kidding. <laughs> it's a trend with a trend with certain uh, rat folk we know. What are you guys doing? What do you have? Uh, Can I pull the lever now? Piercy grabs the pole, gives one to Brenrose, and gives one to Sildren. And if there's more, just hands out some poles. Okay. All right. There are four poles. There are one, two, three, four, five, six slots. Three on the floor, three on the ceiling. There's four poles? Yes. Do the slots, are they above and below each other? Do they line up? Not equal, not perfectly, no. Were there any other poles on the island, like holding up the, uh, not on the island, but on the monkey spire? Those are big, tall wooden beams. You think they might have even been scavenged from a certain old wooden ship. Gotcha. Well, he wants to look through the rest of the tent and see if there's anything else of note. You look through the rest of the tent and I need to make I need to make a roll for you. I need to make a roll. Where are you, Polik? Here you are. I'm using our new virtual table system here. I'm going to here. I am clicking the 16th way to kill Seth. Yeah. Um nope, that is not what I meant to hit. That is what I meant to hit. You, I can only tell you this, with your uh, limited knowledge of crafting, of which you're trained, something's not right about this tent setup. It's missing some pieces, it has some extra stuff that seems like it's for this, but you're not sure. Something doesn't seem right about it, just a little off. How close, Piercy, how close did you look at your gift here? I, I, I didn't. It's... Something's something's wrong with it. Is it really important right now? Just gonna uh, pull the lever. Are we, are we really gonna use it as a tent? I don't know, but it's something's weird. Like, who knows where this came from? Why would why would that little shit monster have a tent? Maybe it uh, was in his boat. Maybe it was in another boat. Lay it out. 
Play it out. Yeah, let's put it together. See what's see what's up with it. There's something Ooh, weird. An outing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are back out. We're back we're, outside we're, the we're mausoleum. We're just with Xander at this point. We're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hold on, we gotta pitch this tent first. <laughs> um, so are the four poles all same size, same length? Yes. Yes. That's so Piercy fashions them into a square and then un starts to kind of unfold the canvas or whatever. all right you start to do that it takes quite a while to set up um and <gasps> there's <laughs> there's extra canvas there's extra rope lines it seems to be a very poor looking tent that is all in the way and inconvenient for and you're not sure it also seems like it is extra heavy for what it's trying to do but you also know when you had it all wrapped up it didn't feel extra heavy is this magical xanner who cares there's a le- okay fine <laughs> no 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 Andrewly, Xander, you detect magic, and this is a magical item of transformation uh it's, it it transforms into things. Can I pull the lever now? No. Come we on. We figure this out. Can you identify this for us? <laughs> sure. Renrose goes in and pulls the lever. <laughs> Take some time uh, on this for you. Step away from the lever and just sit over here with this plain canvas. And Xander, make a arcana or nature roll, please. Can I make a fuck you roll? I got one of those. Yes. <laughs> It requires a hero point. <laughs> oh, there you go. 29. 29 is close. Yes, Xander spends a minute with his hastily quick identification, and you are able to identify this as a magical item known clearly as an explorer's yurt. And this looks like a rolled up tent And what you do is you spend uh, 10 minutes to uh, activate this tent, just like you did now, and get it to work. But once you're done, you can say the command word, and once per day, instead of a tent, it expands into a much more massive, spacious yurt that has a fire pit inside of it, 10 bedrolls ready to go, various cooking utensils, and has basic and essential food and water so essentially you spend 10 minutes and no matter where you are you have permanent food water and sustenance and that's fucking amazing in addition uh any fires or light that are inside the yurt do not extend illumination outside the yurt making it harder to spot from a distance so anyone can still see it uh, and it's and it's almost like a TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside by by about 50%. And they can still see it, but they won't see any light eliminating from it. And finally, in addition, there is one large loop of red cloth that hangs from one wall. You pull this for one action, it immediately folds back into its travel size, completely compacted tent with wow. That's This awesome. also wow. has, a, has a warning label on it. Do not use for Yasoki storage. <laughs> <laughs> I am dropping this in the party loot sheet, but there's also still a floating buckler shield, by the way. I, I don't know if Piercy's going to really gain much from that. If anyone All right. else wants, wants a buckler for a little bit extra 
Because like, I've got. Can Burnaros have this floating like shield just kind of hovering around him? What's the buckler made out of? Metal. Buckle. Okay. Well, then never mind. All right. I might, I might grab it. We'll see. Okay. Grab. We uh, know who, his wants, later. who wants the yurt? Yaru will take the it yurt. Was, it was given to Piercy. I think it's up to. Yeah, that's true. Piercy to. It is Piercy. Or... How much bulk is it? Ooh, it's on there. Not One bulk. bulk. You mean I need to look? Uh, one, one bulk. Yes, I can. I can take it in my bag. Oh, All but right. we want we want the poles, right? I th- I don't think the pole. I think yeah. I don't I think, think the that poles solves are our for... mystery. This yeah. is the same thing that Yaru like picked up and. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's annoying. Because <laughs> 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 when you describe things as like strange, there's obviously something to it, and then you're just no, it's just a tent. And then how you know I don't have magic, so. But it's a cool tent. So how am I supposed to know? So. That's, <laughs> that's why we have Xander. Piercy didn't know either. We have wizards. Piercy didn't know either. What are you guys doing? Are we going back in the muzzle? I think. I think. Like all of our eyes turn turn towards Xander, who's already clutching. Sweating mess. Uh, all right, you guys are all inside, and I say mausoleum, but there's nothing in here. There's no dead. There's no coffins. You guys are all jammed in. And Xander, you got your hand on a lever looking at everyone. They're all waiting on Xander you. pulls the lever, but he pulls it All right, to what? To move it down <laughs> until it may, like, pause or click or stop or zap him to death. We don't know. But, all right. But, but not not just thrusting, just, just a, 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 a one notch, if that's a thing. All right, yeah, you can pull it down to a middle position. As you do so, the door behind you closes. Chunk. And then this thing starts to descend slowly with a mechanical and stone grinding noise. And you can also feel, particularly Yaru as a, and Sildren have a sense of, a, of reality and the world around them. You can also feel it slowly rotating as well as it slowly descends. And as it does so, you can all hear some strange high-pitched grinding noise above and below as six large saw blade traps come slicing out and trying to slaughter the group entirely. You are all attacked. I am making attack rolls against each of you. Here we go. Uh, As you guys are attacked, we have, uh, let's say, uh, Piercy first with a, geez, 39 to hit. Um, That's critical. Critical to Piercy, Sir Brenros, with a 33 to hit. Oh, you just barely got me. Just got you. Let's go. Oops, wrong die, wrong die. Let's go. Uh, Sildren. Yeah. I rolled it a bunch of times. That is a 20, no, a 37 to hit. 37 is just a hit. Just a hit. We have Yaru. This is against your armor class, by the way. Oh, I don't think that's good. 27? Uh, that's a hit? No, no, sir. Miss. Yaru is able to spit, squeeze it between two as they go around him, just getting little bits of tufts of fur. And then we have uh, Palik. Oh, that was almost a natural 20. Uh, 30 total to hit. That is a hit. 
Palika's hit. And last but not least is the lever puller himself, who is 100% fine and does not have to make any rules. <laughs> what, what'd you do, Xander? I don't know! Damage is dealt to the group of this much. One, hold on, clear. One, two, three, four, plus this much rolling. A total of 24 slashing damage is dealt to everyone who failed or twice that if you were critical. 24, you said? Correct. How do we add damage again? <clears throat> you go to the little uh, the second icon over at the on the right, the combat tracker. Got it. And just minus. Is that half damage? Uh, no, if you pass, you're totally fine. That was 24. Uh, is wearing his adapted armor, so he's taking three points off of that slash. All right, a little bit less for, for him. <laughs> Still, zzz, these saw blades cut through flesh and blood is splattered all the way across, and this, this chamber continues to slowly descend, and then it comes to a stop. It opens up the door and it slides open and you see there is a uh, slightly larger circular room that this is pointing you towards and it's um, almost completely empty with, uh, how would I describe it? A uh, little bits of hay here or there. There's a couple pillars here or there, but at the far end of the room, you see two different skeletal ghoulish pirates that have heard this lift drop and they are on the other side of this hail and they have their weapons drawn and are closing in and we have a combat, my friends, and oh. we are going to activate this as a Come battle match. Come on, Brenros. Ooh, ooh, cool. Awesome. Nice. There now, when I adjust a... my map, it's not doing that same thing for you guys. No, no. Not seeing anything at all. So you're good. Uh, and then we're going to roll some. And that looks beautiful. It's just nice and speedy and propped up. Cool. Yeah, nice. that's really nice. I'm going to After add... you. That was an after you. We're rolling initiative. And we are putting Piercy at the bottom. <clears throat> and first up is Polik. Let me get Polik up there. Now, is it uh, my friends behind me who are blocking my line of sight so I can't see through them? Is that no, that is the elevator itself, okay. the lift you are on. Um, I would like to move and then tumble through... The one on the uh, the right. Make it happen. You've got a little bit of difficult terrain of the hay. You can now control this with distance and all that stuff. Um, I had a question about tumble through when you get a second. Uh-oh. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. What is that? Some acrobatics rule. Uh, a 40 to tumble through. You have tumbled through critically successfully and are on the other side. Okay, then I would like to attack. And what does that tumble through do anything? He is flat-footed. 
which is exactly what you want for your sneak attack damage. Yes, yes. Is that flat-footed for you or for everyone? Just for me right oh now. Um, a 37 to hit. Ninja. Uh, 37 is a hit. By the way, Palik, you have spotted another of these creatures. I, I was going to wait until after I tumbled through and slashed and then All to right. point that out. But yes, there is another creature to the south. Are you getting the plus two for the flat-footed as well? Oh, uh, no, 39. I don't know if that changes things, Tom. Sorry. Uh, 39, double-checking, is a critical hit! Nice. Nice! Nice! What was your damage? Um, uh, 37. Woo! Big slice! That that does not include my, uh, sneak attack, though. Oh. Critical hit sneak attack, by the way. Yeah, um... Wow, with four is only seven more points of damage. I only saw one die roll. Shouldn't have been multiple dice rolled? Yeah, I went to four. Oh, hold on. The Ah. sneak attack damage needs to be doubled as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, sorry, 13. So, uh, 50 points of damage. All right. Huge blow. You just really get the back of this creature right in the spine. Ah, And it's this weird barnacle-covered, ghoulish-like undead creature. uh, And it is rotating around to find out what the hell just happened. It thought it had the jump on you. And this blur of this halfling thief just whipped past it. Are you done or you still have an action? I am. I'm assuming it was two moves to get there. I don't know. You have the oh, distance. yeah, you're right. Uh, yes, it was two <laughs> moves to get there. All right. Next up is uh, Master Yaru. Um, so I have a question about tumble through. I noticed it's on my action sheet. Is that something that I can do? I thought that was like a skill that... Um, tumble like... through and... T- I did, so I have a tumble behind. Yeah, tumble behind. Oh, that's the skill. Tumble through is a little different. Right, so tumble through is a way for you to get on the other side of a creature if you don't want to go around or if there's some restrictive terrain. They have additional perks that give them bonuses when they do that. Uh, Also, Tom, that creature is uh, uh, flat-footed until the end of my next turn. Oh, to everybody. Nice. Yep. Yara is going to move. What was that? What? It's crazy that creature is still up after 50 points. Undead, like... Zombie shit usually right. have a ton of hit points and are super um, easy to hit. Yara's gonna move 25 feet there and then 10 feet there and to flank this guy. And that was 60 feet of movement in total, or did or uh, yeah. Okay. And then so that's two actions, and then I'm gonna do a flurry of blows. On him. Oh Thanks. God! With a natural one and a uh, thirty-five. Uh, excuse me. Natural one and a thirty-five. <laughs> the f- <laughs> the first uh, blow is a miss, and you're able. The creature's able to see it and removes any a flat-footedness that Palik has ah. set up for you. Uh, your second hit with a thirty-five is still a hit, okay. though. Cool. Damage. That's right. 
Yep. That's all right, everyone. Sorry. Used to the, uh, 19 damage. points of damage. 19. Okay. Do you have yeah, an action? Them all, we have five points of fire and four points of cold. I got Is there it. a slow that happens as well? That's on a critical. On a critical. Okay. Yes. Is it still a 30? Do you have an action um, left? It was. So does it mean two? Does it mean I'm using two actions if on the map I'm doing two points to get somewhere? No. As long as it's your your distance. It's your speed, it's just, your it's move speed. Distance. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting question. That's so nerve-wracking. No, there's another guy. I can't see him. <laughs> I want to charge to where he is, but I don't know. Yes, I do have another action, so I'm going to go ahead and do another strike. Come on. That was a 19 to hit. It's a, a miss. It's almost another natural one. Yeah, I know. My shins all right uh but that's my all right um next up is the creature itself ah, uh actually yeah it may not even be that one so stand by um yeah okay uh creature is going going to my combat tracker there we go it is that one and that creature is going to I think it's going to do some chompity chomps. No, it's going to do some claws. It claws at Palik, spins around and attacks you with a total of 35 to hit. Uh, For a total of 13 points of slashing and a little bit of acid damage mixed into that as well. He then turns around at you, uh, Yaru, and flinches with more claws, but it's a fake out. What is your perception plus 10? Perception plus 10 would be 27. That sounded like a question, but it was an answer. Yep. All right, 27, I'm making a roll. Uh, and it faints with a 28 and it faints and you kind of flinch and it gets advantage on you for its last action, which is another attack. And it gets a bonus. Oh, oh it was almost a natural one. Instead, it was a 36 with the bonus faint against you. Uh, to hit, that does hit. Damn it. All right, and hits you for 16 points of slashing and acid. And both of you... If you guys know ghouls, like I know ghouls, need to make a fortitude save of 24 as you feel your muscles ah! just slowly start to seize up. Ah! Oh, no. It's a 34 for Yaru, which is a critical success. Yaru, that... you are immune to any further paralysis from these ghouls. That's a natural one for Palik, but she's going to use her... Uh... Um, halfling luck. Ooh, halfling luck. Nice. And re-roll that. And what was the effect? For this 27. Would be, this would be paralysis, Correct. but you're not affected by it. Uh, all right. And Palik, you are able to resist the effect and continue going. Next up is, looks like Sildren oh, still inside the lift. Terrible. Yeah, Sildren will move forward about 20 feet and actually now can see some things um 
And second action, I'm going to actually just cast Disrupt Undead on the ghoul uh, to my northwest here. All right, the untouched one that has Correct. a Correct. So All I right. believe I'm making a... Uh, it needs to make a basic fortitude save. Fortitude save is a total of 28. 28. It will fail. And it takes 25 points of damage. Positive damage. What? Positive damage, yes. Taking a look, taking a look. Okay. (laughs) Um, Great. And what is... Nothing there. Um, What was the damage? 25 positive damage. And can... You Zavik, can you describe what disrupt und? I know searing light, but yeah, what is disrupt it's undead? disrupt undead. Is it's just um, it, there's not really anything visible to it. It just you know, Soldier basically holds out his hand and just like kind of like a like a stopping type motion, and it causes him to like oh. stutter um, and rakes him with uh, you know, yeah, exactly, and uh, just hits it like just the positive energy, just just kind of erupts within him and he takes 25 points of damage cool all right next up is oh you have an action nope. left no you're done uh next up is the uh, gould far to the ah, south and it is moving its way up to sir brenrose um, if i can get there no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Now, here. God darn it. <laughs> I'm having some trouble. Ah! I'm getting used to this. So, uh, there we go. Renros had his shield up at the start of combat. So, can I put this up as an action here? Have sure. Already done? You can say you're up. Okay. You can say you're up. You did a good, uh, good, uh, decent. Because that's what I used to okay. prevent some of the, uh, the hit from the blades and whatnot. Yeah, I'm fine with okay. that. The ghoul cl- uh, runs towards you quickly. It takes two actions to do so, and it is going to it's going to claw at you, Sir Brenros. Here it comes. It's so scary. I can't see it. A uh, total of 32. 32. It rakes across the shield, but makes no purchase as okay. a 33 is needed. So close. Uh, that ghoul is done. Next up is Xanner. Woo! Xander will uh, move next to Sildren, which never happens, but it's <laughs> important. He's actually going to move just a little bit further ahead and uh, then cast a flaming sphere at the one that just got erupted undead. Oh my God, I don't have a flaming sphere token. What the hell? How lame is that? They <laughs> should totally what? have it. I'm adding that to my to-do list. Right there. He has to make a uh, a reflex saving throw. DC 28. Okay. Uh, this is the initial one there. Reflex saving throw. He looks quite agile and pulls off a total of 25. That is not agile enough. Boom, the flaming sphere materializes and he gets burned by it. What's the damage? It is a total of 15 points of flame damage. He burns for 15. 
I think that's it for Xander. Next up is Sir Brenros Aldermain. You were oh just outside God. the lift with a ghoul right next to you. Jeez. Uh, then the ghoul right next to me it is. Uh, I will attack. And here we go. And boom. Aw. A 30 to hit. 30 to hit is a hit. Fantastic. Incoming damage. Swing your sword and connect. This is unwounded. This is uh, 12 points of damage. Okay. Uh, next one will attack with penalty. Small cut. 32 to hit. 32 is a hit. Multiple hacks. For 17 points of damage. That's much better. Hacking away at this undead flesh, this pirate just goes <laughs> and is not afraid of you whatsoever. You have one action left. I, I do have some unfortunate bit of news for this pirate. Is it considered undead? It is un. Yes. Then it suffers the blessings of the blade. Uh, for each hit that made contact, I will roll an additional d8, Ooh. as this is positive damage. Oh, for the sword glows bright as Soline's energy burns it more. Roll two d8. Sting, you've seen him before. Roll these separate. No, I can roll them together. I'll roll yep. Together. As we figure this out, I love your golden dice. Seven points of positive damage. Done. Cool. Actually, seven points of good damage. Okay. If that matters. I'm checking to keep going. Uh, and then the shield comes up and I close out right there. Uh, shield is up. Next up is the barnacle ghoul to the northwest that has been hit by the flaming sphere. It shuffles past the hay it's behind and closes right in on Xanner. Oh, no, 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 no. And is it going to attack away? Its claws come right at you with a ooh, 30 to hit. Hits. And a second claw with a 24. That is my AC, so that also hits. No. Oh. Ooh, two it hits does, on right? Xander. If it hits, if it matches yep. the AC. Xander, you've been hit for a total of combining the damages, 31 slashing and acid as it just rakes and rakes and pours Xander. And then, almost last but not least, running up from behind the lift comes another combatant, a rotting sailor from the left side and attacks at poor Piercy who hasn't even taken his turn yet. This guy is a bunch of bones with a sword. Uh, it's an old rusty sword that has a little bit of frost coming off of it. And he uh, comes and slashes down brutally against Piercy who barely even knows it's coming. Uh, with a 40 to hit. What? I assume that's a hit. That's critical. Critical. Go ahead. Piercy is strong. Oh my God. Piercy is hit for a total of 59 slashing and cold damage. Good Lord. All right. Before that is rolled out, there is a scream of... I want to say holy vigor next to you as Brenros 
the shield flashes brilliantly and he tumults around and slams into this guy and drives his sword as a follow-up as the warden shield is activated. And what does that do? And that is everything. Let's see here. Ba, 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 bum. This Sorry. is a big power of Sir Brenrose. He's never done this before. Uh, it is called the Shield of Reckoning. And I have every trigger uh, met here. So it is going to first block 12, no, 15 points of that damage. No, you can do your, do the other one, the other one first, absorb the damage from your. Right. So, yeah. So this will remove 15 of that damage that gets done to him. Uh, that's not a, what I'm saying. You're, you're talking about the shield damage. Yeah. The shield's hardness. Yeah. So I'm taking 15 off of that and then I'm splitting it right. between the shield and him. And you get that shield block for sure, but you also get your other shield power. Oh, you want me to add it? I was doing it separately, but I can I can add it as well. Uh, the timing does matter. The timing okay. absolutely does matter. And that is, where's that located underneath? Um, paladin, it's underneath the paladin. It's underneath the paladin. You get to absorb 12 points of damage. So take 12 off first, then your shield absorbs 15, then split it. So your shield takes oh, less okay. damage. So you're going to take me. Okay. You're going to do that. Yeah. So take uh, 27, huge 27 points just goes away first. Uh, it was 59 incoming. Deal. That leaves 15. 32 left, 32 Six. left. So 16 will go to you. Wow. And the shield will take 16 points of damage. Wow. That is That's massive. Incredible. That's wow. a really big nice. save. From and you get a strike 16. as well, is that right? <laughs> he does! <laughs> and I do get a strike as well, yes. Wow! Nice. Oops, hold on. I messed up my shield. Free strike. Even this is a bad roll, it's a bonus. It's all gravy at this 40, point. There we go. And then the target is within 15 feet of me, and he will suffer a full attack. Good luck. Uh, and then I gotta get this. Oh, let me get that. He brings up his sword to block and parry. Make your roll. As a 35 to hit. 35 crunches into his bones. Ooh, there you go. He's going to take 18 points what? of damage. And your biggest hit of the night nice. as well. Wow. <laughs> and, and what's the look on your face? Oh, and the, and, the, and, and the holy damage. And the holy damage will kick in. That's an additional six of positive damage, and he suffers two points persistent as Holy Blazing rises up and writhes around him Ooh. as the retributive strike continues to wound. Actually, it's I like to think his wounds are just not sealing, and they're just fire, little plumes of fire coming out of Holy Energy. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. He's like, it's not even your turn. Piercy, <laughs> <laughs> you just see your life flash before your eyes and boom, the shield blocks it all. A huge blow is dealt. And this rotting sailor is just stunned at what just happened. And guess whose turn it is to wrap up the round? Piercy von <laughs> Skeetenlever. Yeah. Um, Fully panached. Fully Panache. Comes out from hiding and um, has Panache. Behind Brenros' shield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's so he's gonna do a um, a um, he's gonna do a finisher. Let me click that button. He's starting the battle, starting his action with a finisher. With a finisher. <laughs> and just just seeing how amazing that was, he wants to get on that bandwagon. So Piercy rolls. 27. 27 misses with the finisher. Oh. I'm going to use a hero point. Okay. All right, done that. Let's roll again. So anyway, Percy. Oh. <laughs> That's 25. That What's that? He's, he's trying. <laughs> he's trying. Uh, he's, he's off balance. He's startled. He swings out and misses. So, um, Brent Rose is just posing in front of you, getting in the way. <laughs> Did you see that? He's pushing you. Did you see that? <laughs> the little flash bulbs going off. <laughs> um, don't ruin this for me. <laughs> seeing as how his, his, his attack from, from hiding failed, he's going to tumble behind this guy to get. Um, opposite side of where Brenos is. All right, it's his reflex DC, and you've got to make an acrobatics roll. All right. Good luck. Skills, skills, skills. And, and I think you get a bonus when you're doing this, right? For your panache type oh. stuff. Um, I don't have panache anymore because I used my finisher. Uh, when you make m maneuvers that deal with your panache, oh. I thought you did. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. In any event, you succeed. You tumble through. Um, yeah. Plus, I That's have my boots, which give me a plus one. So, all right, I tumble through. So, I'm right here. He tumbles. He tumbles through uh, and gets to the. It'd be direct other side, really. Uh, he tumbles through and is on the other side. You can tumble where you're at. That's fine. Uh, he tumbles through on the other side, and this does not give him flat-footedness like it does Bleak, but what it does is it instantly recharges his panache, which is fantastic. It does. It's, uh, it's not letting me go. Just let go. There we go. For space. Space. There uh, we go. Just, All right. You're good. You're there. Anyway. Um, so I have panache again, which is weird. So I'm going to... Can I do a finisher twice in one round? Does the finisher have the flourish trait? Is the question. Let me look. Flourish traits are abilities that can only be done once. What's it called? Precise now. I've got a few different. I know. Uh, it's confident finisher. Doesn't. Checking it out. I thought it did. I don't think it does. I think it does. I'm going to double check. <laughs> I don't normally stop the game to double check this, but this matters, and I think it does. Let's, I'm going to look up the Advanced Player's Guide fast real here, and I'm sure there's people listening that know this rule already, but Wait I want to double Hold check. Hold on. Screaming at the bad guys. I, I, I don't yeah. think I... This is... This is um, important to know that we've never done before. Once you use a finisher, you cannot use actions that have the attack trait for the rest of your turn. Well, that matters. That matters. It's that, actually it, a finisher. It is a finisher. That makes more sense then. Alright, well, I guess I'll have to stop using that as my Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this opener. 
All right, um, so I'm behind him. Pierce is like, wait a minute. I'm not as cool as I thought I was. At least I do have panache, and uh, he is flat-footed. What am I going to do for my last? My last, I'm going to disarm um, an attack. It it has the attack trait, yes. Um, Recall knowledge, move. I'm going to... Make a decision. I am looking for it. Four, three, two, I'm going to drop one. prone. And you drop prone. Palik, it is your turn. You are up northeast against the original uh, ghoul. Yeah, I'm going to strike some more meat off this bastard. Go for it. He is absolutely flat-footed in multiple ways. You get a plus two. A 33. 33 is a hit. And you, and because he's flat footed, you get that juicy sneak attack damage. Yep. Uh, twenty-eight points of damage. Nice. That's a good hit. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is uh, oozing out black gore from multiple cuts and pokes you've done it, but it's still hanging in there. You have two more actions left. Quite a bit of potential. Uh, I'm going to, yeah, attack again. Ah, balls. Oh, uh, no. I, I will use both of my hero points to Why? re-roll that. Did I rolled roll? a natural one. Oh. Oh. Good luck. I didn't see the yeah. natural one roll. I have a hero point if you I have red 17. I have three. Let me give you one. Oh, Let me okay. refresh my thing. If it's hey. red... It's a, red, it's a yeah. natural one. And scroll down. Make sure you scroll down. It's going to stay a natural one. A natural wow. one. God, twice. And I gave you a Seeing hero point for that. You <laughs> sure did. Seeing what Piercy did, you follow suit. You go. drop prone and trigger. You collapse to the ground and trip and trigger a free attack from the ghoul itself on you. Yaru, there is nothing you can do but watch in horror as Piercy Palik. is, Palik. I'm sorry, Palik is hit ooh, with a 23. Nope. Okay, but you are still mm-hmm. drop prone on the ground and your turn is over. <laughs> Yowza. Done. Master Yaru, try not to snicker, maybe. Well, actually, you're right behind that. See, the league dropped to the ground. Uh, Yaru is going to attempt one of their trusty duo uh, maneuvers that they've been working on uh, together. <laughs> uh, and he's going to do a key strike flurry of blows and attempt to hit him so hard that he gets knocked back and kind of trips over her body. <laughs> and falls back himself. Cool. I really like that. Just one thing to be aware of. Palik is not influencing. She has no attack influence because she is prone, so you do not get the That's flat-footed fine. bonus on him. He's not flanked. Just be aware okay. of that. Good luck. And this is two extra D6. Shall I hit? I'm doing key strike. Flurry of blows. Oh, so close. With a 34... And a 25. is a hit. 25 is a miss. That's one of those. And... Got him with one. Uh, it's not... Oh, shit, I'm trying to go back up to the... 
keystrike so I can hit the damage button. <laughs> and six points of force damage. Uh, six points of force? That's what the keystrike does. Um, interesting. All right. Um, something doesn't seem right with that damage. That is just the keystroke. What was that? You did your main damage. 19 uh, plus yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, six. I didn't call that out. 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 25. That's there much better. Um, I am absolutely sorry. You fail to push him back in any way because you destroy oh, okay. him. You punch <laughs> through and you have, I'm sorry to say again, bloody black gore in your hands. You pull it out, he collapses, and you show those hands to the other piratey ghouls in this battle. You have, I think, another action or two still available. Um. Okay, awesome. And I'm going to actually change that uh, for the effect. It wasn't force damage, it was positive damage. Okay. Um, so I still shatter him, but it's more of a golden light. Uh, yeah. Of the uh, that appears. Uh, and my last action, I'm going to move over to flank. Is it your last action? Because you did key strike to start, and that's double attack. Uh, I, I guess, yeah, key strike flurry of blows is still one, one, one action. action. So you have two it, actions left. Killer. Unless it's activate key strike then nope okay you have two actions left uh, i will move over here 30 Where's feet here? um let me move around the terrain i'm gonna move 30 i'm sorry 25 feet just behind um this uh ghoul behind xanner okay and then I'm gonna the northern ghoul action we'll do a punch Standard punch. This is the minus eight. With a 29 to hit if I'm getting that plus two. It hits. Awesome. Nice. And we'll do... Mobile Monk. Lots of strikes. 16 points of damage. That's decent. Boom. Another big punch. You're done. Sildren, you're behind Xander. Kind of... You've got like three enemies within 10 feet of you. Um, What do you want to do? Um, you like push against it or quit, quit pumping into me. <laughs> <laughs> and I will extend a hand towards Piercy and give him a heal. Uh, I have to see what heals I have left. Ooh. Um, that's always good. <laughs> Uh, you're going to get a second level heal, my friend. I take it. Uh, and you will be healed for 24 points of damage. Nice. Take that. And Sildren will use his final action to recall knowledge. On what? On the, uh, the, the barnacle ghouls. Uh, okay, make an occult roll. Uh-uh. And Tim, you can also right-click on your token, type on the your hit points underneath it, and just put plus 24 yeah, and hit enter. I'm just going to do it that way. Seven. Hmm. That is a small roll. They are barnacly, that's what you know. Fantastic. Uh, it is a Barnacle Ghoul's turn. This is the one to the southeast that snuck around and is attacking Sir Brenros. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to attack Sir Brenros uh, with a strike. 
You are shielded up. Is it enough? No, 35 to hit. Uh, the shield is lowered now since I used the reaction, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. No, the shield is not lowered. Oh, it's not lowered. Okay. No. Still, that's hit. still hit. All right. Yes. <laughs> 18 points of slashing and acid, and he is going to also faint at you. What is your perception plus 10? Uh, 24, I believe. Oh, 23 is what he rolled. You ignore his faint entirely. He does a last attack without a bonus. Ooh, 34 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Oh, gets you twice. Uh, did I give you your damage already? Yes. This is the second damage coming at you. Huge max damage of 20 slashing acid at Sir Brenros. We'll take 20. And Sir Brenros. still up? He can't block, though, again, the special uh, yeah, extra block. That takes his reaction. Uh, Sir Brenros, you also, though, feel your where he's clawed you. Those muscles seize up. Make a fortitude save of 24 or higher. Fortitude save. It'd be easy peasy for a man like you. Should be. Come on. What is happening? <laughs> I didn't think you could see that. <laughs> we could totally do that. <laughs> Not me! So on your main sheet, on your main sheet, I think. Yep. Yeah, I got it. Single click. <laughs> That's hilarious. No! Oh, no. Natural one! Oh! I got a hero point for you if you I want, sir. I got a hero sir. point if you need Tom, it. this new system is rigged. <laughs> Hold on, let me adjust the slider. <laughs> uh, this is pretty much business as usual for the last few episodes. I'll, I'll take a hero point if it's... If Heck, it's I got you. You, got you have me? to spend one of your own. Spending. And rolling. And rolling. There we go. A 31. Thank you very much for that hero point. 31. You feel yourself lock up and then the sense of her heroism and you look and you get a little wink from across the battlefield <laughs> from the leak and that emboldens you and you shrug off now, this if effect. That, if that is considered nice. a success, it is now a critical success as well. Success. You can ignore all future paralysis from these particular nice. ghouls. Xanner. Uh, okay. Uh, you got a ghoul right, right in front, front of, of you. And, uh, you guys saw me working out some, some magical calculations here. <laughs> what Xanner uh, what wants to do is to draw a very fancy, very oddly looking wall of fire. And he needs to draw it from and I wanted to I just want to double check the spell here because I'm pretty sure I can make it in any weird shape. Uh nope, no I cannot. I apologize. I was I was looking at it the no? way I could do a wall of stone that's different. I changed stone. my mind. Don't you Instead, still have that flaming sphere as well? I do. I was gonna sustain the flaming sphere right on top of uh good old ghoulie right in front of me. Right? And since it's uh, a sustain, it only takes the one action. It's still a DC twenty-eight. All right, and it happens during his turn, right? He has to make a reflex save when he starts uh, no, his turn. No, it's, it's my attack still. So, so I am. I've I've moved the oh, ball. I keep over thinking D and D for the division. under him, so it's now a new fireball. All right, here it comes. Uh, Twenty nine makes it. So he only takes half of this damage, which is oh, okay. 
18, so he takes nine points of flame damage. All right. Is he still standing? Great! Oh, yes. shoot burning hands! You're burning hands seeing him with Yaru right behind him. Do what you're getting into, Yaru! <laughs> Good old Xander. <laughs> All right. Listen, I only got a little bit mad that you didn't identify the magic earlier when I had it. That's all. You don't have to burn me for it, okay? All right. He makes the ghoul, makes a reflex saving throw, and just barely fails with a 28, I believe. Yes? That is that is definitely a fail. It would, I have a DC of 28. So does he hit with that? He, then he, he succeeds. He succeeds. He will only take half. He takes half damage. This is going to be a larger burning hand, so Yaru also make a DC 28 if you don't yep. mind. Yaru reflex. On it. A 29. 29. <laughs> you only take half because it's coming in at 38 oh. points of flame damage. So what is that, 19? 19 to each of you, but Yaru, don't you have some cool dodging ability? Or is that someone else I'm thinking of? Um, no. I know a couple people have it, and I could be... Nimble dodge. What's nimble dodge? Yeah. I don't have it, so I don't know. But. <laughs> okay, I thought you did. You totally <laughs> that. New, I have nimble dodge. It adds two to your AC. <laughs> no, I, I thought anymore. someone... I thought, I thought you had I something, had. though, Alistair. I thought you had uh, like, something where you could... Yeah. Because uh, you taunted Xander before uh, in the same position. No, I've just stood there and taken it like. <laughs> okay. I had cast like uh, resist energy on um, I think Alice on um, on um, Yaru before. I don't see anything. All right, I'm not seeing anything either. I'm double checking. Incredible movement. Uh, you've got Cat's Luck. I don't know if you want to roll that because you did pass. No, it's when you fail, so you can't use Cat's Luck. No, I think you're good. You're good. Okay. Just 19 points of damage. 19 points of fire for everybody there. Uh, that ghoul has been blasted with flame a bunch of times, but is still hanging in there. Rude. That's all I got. That's, that's okay. everything. I've been burned out. Sir Brenros, you're wounded. How about half? You got this ghoul right in front of you. I do indeed. Um, from here. Man, I have to do that. I have to do that. Uh, first, I'm going to uh, raise my shield. No, I don't need to. Shield's already raised, right? So it's a new turn. You would have to spend a new yes. action to raise a shield. Raise a shield. So I'm the raised. rules of Pathfinder have not changed. <laughs> <laughs> you threw me off with the hey. No, you get this. Okay. Uh, raising the shield. Second action. I am going to strike out at the guy in front of me. Do that. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, lame. Uh, 28 to hit. 28 hits and connects with the ghoul. Nice damage. Incoming. Oh my god, it zooms in my screen every time you do yeah. <laughs> Oh, does it? It zoomed in my screen. Keep too. going, yeah, Brenner. So, what's your damage? Uh, Brenner, uh, 19 points of damage. Ooh. And more. And more, yes. I need that on a separate roll there we go with four more points of good damage done more sizzling blow into this ghoul um 
that was that, that was that, that was that. I am retreating back a bit. Yeah, try not to do that, Tim, if you would, because that I have to I have to fix that on two different screens. I have to zoom out. <laughs> Man. So you're leaving that behind effects. and going to protect your friends. Yes. Okay. And that have... is the end of my turn. No, I did you have a phrase. Have... I did the attack and I did Okay. A... Gotcha. You want to give me more, I'll take it. No, no, no. All right, there's a ghoul between Yaru and Xaner who's been lit aflame a couple times. He's going to take his vengeance out on Xaner like oh! crazy. And he is attacking you with a 34 to hit. Oh, that is a critical. Xaner has been brutally clawed. Oh, no, clawed. it's not. I have a 26. I apologize. I forgot that I leveled up. Ha-ha! Uh, it's still a hit. Okay, you have been hit. I will reroll the damage for much less. 16 points of slashing and acid. He then oh. is going to faint you as well. What is your perception? Is it, uh, what's your perception plus 10? Uh, 24. Uh, he succeeds in fainting you and gets a plus two flat-footed bonus on you. No! And strikes you, oops, I keep rolling the wrong one. Strikes you with a, wow, a 30 to hit. That still hits, dang it. And Xanner, you are hit for 13 points of slashing and acid. You too feel your body start to seize. Is that if, that's if he takes the damage, right? Uh, there will He's be been another... hit twice. He's been hit twice. He's been hit twice. Okay. Uh, there is another flash and a yell as a shield. Gold light fills the room, and then you hear this clang as it smacks into the guy. Um, so we are taking off all of your damage because that 15 plus that and preventing 27. So, so let, let me ask. You've got two different things you can do now. You can do your normal retributive spike. A strike to absorb 12 and strike, or you can do the full on big shield ability. Which one are you doing? It's going to be the full on big shield ability. All right, go for it. Uh, So, all the damage will be prevented on that second attack for Xanner. Holy cow. So, the the second attack, the 13 points? Yeah. Yeah, all all that damage is gone. All right. And now there is an attack. Free attack on him. Free attack. I love it. Save me, bread rubs. A natural 20. Wow. Uh, So I will roll all of that damage then. Where is this? This This should be a critical. You just dealt 38 points of damage. I'll heal that. You look (laughs) for your damage. I'm looking for my damage. On your weapon, it should say critical in your action sheet. I just hit it. Didn't come up. On the chat log, there's also a. You can scroll up on the yeah on the chat log. Weird. It yeah, it didn't come up. That was weird. So uh, under on your attacks plus two striking longsword, you have strike plus twenty one minus five minus ten damage and critical. What happens when you click critical one time? There we go. Thirty six plus more, double more, with the gold with the good damage. Here we go. This might be his biggest hit ever. I think so. 
36 with seven more with two more persistent good damage on top of that. I'm not marking that down. That guy is sliced in twain. His upper section slides off and collapses. His legs quiver for a moment. Black gore everywhere. (laughs) That's all you hear behind you. (laughs) Wow. And, uh, And I know this is not fair to the undead guys because you've already pulling off all this crazy good stuff, but I think all that's worthy of a hero point, uh, Sir Brenros. All right. Uh, Xander, you were still hit, though, initially, and you get a paralysis roll. 24 fortitude, please. Oh, oh, uh, okay. Oh, I, I did not that. forget. <laughs> ah. It's a uh, 20. Is that good? Is that good? <laughs> 20 is a fail. I rolled a two. Let me, let me use a hero point. I've got one. I, I can use one. Luck. Can't get worse than a two, right? My entire screen just blacked Ooh. out. Uh, 30, you did good. 34! 34. Critical success. You are immune to this paraparalysis the rest of this battle. Woo! That's how you spend hero points, Seth. Just, just FYI. <laughs> All right. You also have a two AC status bonus until start of the next turn. Woohoo! All right. To add insult to injury, Sir Brenros, it is your turn. Oh. How is it my turn? Because that wasn't even your turn. Because I was, was retributing uh, on on his yeah, turn. I think it's your turn. You killed him on his turn. Rude. <laughs> right? Or no? I think we, I think I may have scared. I think okay. it went back. No, I'm sorry. You went, then it went. I'm he's, so sorry. He's it getting is maniacal. Huh? <laughs> Here's your turn. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Did, uh, yeah, did the the the? I I don't see the one odd guy on yeah, the newer. The, uh, hasn't gone in a while. Yeah, they're, they're not on the combat tracker. The combat tracker. Oh, that guy right about. next to Piercy. I don't know. Yeah. I got him. Uh, he then is next after Piercy, so hold on. Hmm. Stand by. Stand by. I mean, We're figuring this out. I'm going to complain, but I thought he was before Piercy. He was. He is. I, I, I've got him. I just okay. fixed it. Uh, he is going. Thanks for the correction on that uh, as we figure this out. He is going to whip out with his breath. He blows his breath across his sword and a cone of cold blasts out uh, across several of the group members. How many are hit? Well, guess what? We now have templates for this stuff. Um, And he is doing a freaking 30 foot cone. Oh my God, that's everyone. And that is the cone. (laughs) Um, he's actually going to see if he can, can we, I know we can move it, but we can't rotate it. Can we, he's going to do that. Piercy, you are actually safe. You are outside of that cone. And so Sylvan, right? Shoot. There you're right. He's going to (laughs) rotate, he's going to rotate that cone. Uh, so I was going to rotate it to the right to get you. That makes sense. Sildren. Sildren is going to get you. I haven't done anything to him. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He wants to get you. So he is blasting this massive cold. I'm going to delete this cone now that we all know where it's roughly at. Uh, oops, give me back to my select thing. I need each of you guys, that is Yaru, Xanner, Brenros, and Sildren to deal with this devastating cold blast with a reflex save of 29 or higher. Oh my gosh. Ah. 27 for Yaru. 33, 33 for, for Sildren. I'll use a hero point for mine. Okay. 
Come on, baby. 33. Wow. 33 is across the board. All right, oh. so everyone passed. That's a roll, but I'm just, I can't get to this character sheet. It freaking clicks. <laughs> oh, I Did everyone why. pass? I, no, I got it. I got it. Hang on. Did everyone pass? It's Hold like, on. 42, right? We're waiting on Xanner. Reflex. Okay. Reflex. Reflex. Okay, hang on. Oh, it gets no, good. Reflex. No, it's, we're going. That's fortitude. You don't want that. Reflex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 double natural ones. That's, that's oh, the worst. You guys are the worst. What was that you were saying earlier, baby? <laughs> what? Yeah. society we no one likes. Do you, do you have a hero point? I have one hero point. Can I will, someone bail me out? I will, I will give you my hero point. It's not going to work. It'll probably be another one, but thanks for trying. <laughs> Reflex! There we go. Oh, Woo! Oh 35! <laughs> oh my good lord. Okay. Ooh. If everyone is passed, you guys take half damage unless you're one of the ones with super abilities. Who is that? It gets extra critical successes when they pass. Who is that? Let's clarify I that. I don't think Sildren has it. Absolutely Reflex. not. I'm thinking uh, Polik. Polik's not in this mess. Never mind. Ignore <laughs> everything I said. Uh, you guys take... Um, oh, uh, can I uh, retro? Uh, can I do one thing? I have cat's luck for reflex saves. Can I do that instead of a hero point for that? If you if you fail, did you fail? I did fail. Oh, okay. Yes. You it's don't really spend a hero point. You just reroll. Yeah. Good luck. Do it. Do it better. Oh no! I'm just saying I did. I, oh. I failed and then succeeded. But instead of using the hero point. Yeah. Nice you already roll. All right. Mm -hmm. So if everyone passed, you guys take 19 points of cold damage for passing. It was a 39 roll to begin with. Passing? Yes. (laughs) Blast! Cold shards go flying. Hay goes flying, and he maniacally laughs. (laughs) And then he turns to the little rodent next to him, Piercy, and says, I haven't forgotten about you, and swings down with his sword against poor Piercy with a, oh, that was almost a natural 20, a 32 to hit. That hits. Hits. You are slashed again for 24 slashing and cold damage. Okay. And you (laughs) get to do your turn. Uh, Oh, ah. Your laugh sounds a lot like Tom. But uh, I, 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 I strike at you now. So he's going to, um, he's going to do a normal strike, not a finisher. So here we he's go. Figuring this out now. <laughs> 36. 36 is a hit. Nice. All right. And that's going to be some damage of 13. Okay. And then I'll take a second swing this time. He looks barely scratched, by the way. Okay. Is that all you got? This time, finisher on the second swing. Oh, big finisher. I I got some more. 27. 27 is a miss. I, uh, yeah, I don't have anything. No, no, Um, you do. You have confident finisher. finisher, You still do minimum damage. I still get a 46, 13. 13, isn't that cool? Whew. And then- so As um, long as you hit, you always do 
some damage no, as long as it's a miss. finisher as, as long, long as, as it's a finisher. wow that's that's huge right yeah. the cost though is it blows through his panache which is a resource he really uh, wants to use and then um i'm going to do some fancy footwork to tumble behind tumble behind all right so i'll just come over here well you gotta make the roll first let's see what happens And it is nice. A, a critical success. Ooh. You are on the other side. You gain your panache and you have made him flat footed for everyone until the your next turn. All right. That is nice. Good. It is top of the round, Palik. You were dropped prone some time ago. Yep. I'm going to kip up for free. Boing. For free. I'm gonna That's move radical. right here, and I'm gonna uh, saw what Piercy did, and I want to do the same and attempt a uh, tumble behind. All right. So you're running south towards the pirate, uh, the rotting pirate, the, the leader of this group, and make your tumble behind roll. <gasps> Twenty nine. Oh. You succeed, and you're on the other side. That's a. The elevator, I think. Oh, can I not be on that? Now, if you tumble through, you're on the other side of him over here. Oh no, I wanted to the 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 the, uh, the other Barnacle guy goal. to the south. The other zombie to the oh, south. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, he is uh, flat-footed, and uh, I want to strike at him. Go for it. This is the wounded one that's been wailing on Brenros for a while. Yeah. Nice. A 37. 37 is a critical hit. Nice. Yeah. Uh, 52. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh. You roll behind him and just slice up through the rear end of this poor thing and keep just cutting and cutting and cutting and gutting this guy. Horrific, nasty black intestines spill out and he is gone. That'll do, ugly. That'll do. Wow. And uh, those, that's all three actions. That's a lot. Master Yaru to the north next to the hay. There's only one enemy left. I can see Palik doing that uh, like samurai thing where she like wipes the blood off of her blade just by a swipe, you know? Yeah. Just like, like wicks it out of the air. Yeah. Um, I'm going to move 60 feet to flank the uh, enemy here. Uh, or 30 feet, I should say, um, to flank this guy with Piercy. And I'm going to use my last two actions to do a one-inch punch. Oh, that's a big punch. Yes. 60 feet. Uh, uh, 30 feet, it said. Okay, good, good, good. Yes. Perfect. Uh, 30 feet and then a one-inch punch. This is with a plus two. This is for all the marbles. Is that a plus four because I'm flanking? You can't stack that multiple oh, times. Oh, damn it. Uh, 26 to hit? 26. Your one-inch punch misses. I will use a hero point. Needed two inches. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, I hope this works. If I had two inches. Oh, baby. He's been hit a little bit. This will sting like crazy. Get him. Get him. Oh, yeah. 20. Yes. Woo. That's how you use hero points, you guys. Nice. Unlike the last session where it was the reverse constantly. 
That's yeah. 51 points of damage. Can please. you can you say that one more time? Punching with a fist, how much damage did you just do? 51 points of damage. Oh, yeah. I would like to note, he is slowed one. He has taken 16, uh, uh, seven points of full damage and six points of fire Jeez. damage. 38 bludgeoning damage. Holy moly. He also had um, some persistent damage from before. What was that? Um, uh, from me? I don't know. Does I'm anyone remember who dealt yeah. persistence just real fast? Persistence no? is two points. Two points for um, thank you. I forgot about it. And he'll, yeah, he'll also, um, or, yeah, sorry. Slow. Okay. Brenrose, he got rid of that, by the way. Oh, he did. Okay. But he did take, uh, he did take two. And he also needs to make a fortitude. Oh, your stupid, stunning fist. If this succeeds, I'm going to be so pissed off. No, he's so good against this stuff. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, yeah, uh, 40. Oh, uh, I mean, critical success, I guess. Uh, But yeah, with that punch, uh, hopefully he's at least a little dazed or whatever. He'll just say, uh, you are clearly outmatched but there is no surrender here Sildren hearing that how do you respond uh Sildren has been like watching oh, everybody nice. get like hit and hit and hit and he keeps like kind of like sticking a healing hand out towards one person and then a different person and then a different person as everybody's just taking damage and then he just says oh bucket and uh you see him do something you haven't seen before which he just raises both arms above his head and basically just like slams them down to the ground uh towards the ground and like the healing emanation instead of just heading towards one person spreads out and hits the entire group group um, heal the rare group heal yeah. and everybody is healed for 23 points of damage. So when you say everybody, what do you mean by everybody? Yeah. Uh, Oh, yes. And there's positive energy goes out all through 30 feet and also hits that uh, undead creature. Skeleton pirate. With positive energy. All right. So let's deal with the heal. You have healed every single person in the group, including yourself. Correct. All right. Everyone heal yourself. Plus two, three is what you do in the VTT. That is 23 times six. That is 138 points of healing, according to my rough math. That has got to be the biggest healing I've ever seen. Yep. And we're going to top it off with a little bit of damage, too. All right. And that was 23 damage, right? Yep. Um, he does not have any particular double checking, no particular weakness to that, but he does take the damage. Uh, and it was 23. Holy yeah. moly. And that is all three of my actions to do just that. Jeez, that was massive. Perfect. Xanner. Yeah. Xanner's going to move his uh, flaming sphere and sustain it and put it right on top of this dude. All right. He is going to jump out of the way of that and rolls a reflex save of uh, 37. Okay. So he, he passes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He totally succeeds. Uh, it was a basic. Uh, he did not get critical. So he'll Ooh. only take half. Okay. Uh, which is lame. It's seven points of fire damage. All right. He'll take seven. 
And then I will shoot an acid arrow! It to the face! With a... That could have been awesome. 24! 24, you sling an acid arrow at him and miss. Douche! That's all Xander says. He says, douche, and then he... That's That's all you say? Hold on. I'm going to see if I can draw... Here it is. The acid arrow that just barely missed the guy. There we go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sir Brenros, you're up. (laughs) All right. Uh, Sir Brenros will step forward and... Oh, I just love seeing that fog of war change. That's so cool. He's flat-footed as well. He's flat-footed? All right, perfect. He's flat-footed not due to flanking. Yeah. And a strike will come out. A 26 to hit. 26 to... Total 26? No. He's flat-footed. Oh, 28. Sorry, 28 to hit. Uh, Is a miss. It's a miss. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, with that, uh, Brenros will raise his shield and he whispers to his enemy in front of him and says, your move. Shoot, tumbled through and missed. Okay. All right. Um, by the way, if, if you're dealing with having a chat window open and the combat tracker, you can right click on the sword yellow combat tracker icon to make it pop out. There we go. Thank you. That's fun. See if, see if that helps. It is his turn. He is slowed. Uh, slowed one. Why is he slowed one? Because of your frost, uh, your frosty goodness Frosted. of your your hand wraps. I thought the flame also gave you... Persistent fire damage? Persistent fire damage. How much? Four. One D4. Say, uh, no, I think it's more than that. Uh... It'll be under my what hand wraps? Come on. Items inventory. Uh ba 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 Uh, that would be Might the be. Rune. I don't know if I have that. Yeah, I think it's in the old one. Let's say it's 1d10 persistent fire is what I'm going to call it. Uh, go ahead and roll a d10 real fast, and I'll see if he can get rid of it after that. He does get rid of it, but you do some fire damage right off the bat to him. Nine points of nine. fire damage. Okay. You do nine points of fire damage. It is his turn. <laughs> he is going to lash out at all three of you there next to him. Uh, Piercy, Yaru, and uh, Sir Brenros. He's going to start with the last person who just came up on him, which is Brenros. And he uh, strikes... Man, though, the heel was huge. Uh, I take that back. He is going to... He's not going to do that. No, no, no. He's going to step (laughs) forward towards Sildren. Okay. Then he is going to slice at Sildren. Your burning means nothing! Ah, And slices at you, sir. Uh, with his cold, rusty blade. Oops, I'm rolling damage already. That's uh, a little <laughs> So presumptive. excited! Uh, 
41 to hit. Oh, that's a critical. The healer has been criticaled for only five zero fifty points of slashing and cold. Renros will be responding now. Renros will, with his retributive strike, he will step five. I, th- I think he can do this. No, you don't step. You don't step when you do that. You just block it. Yeah. You just block it, and then you can attack. Just, just a step, uh, or just a block. Okay. Yep. Uh, so the block is twelve damage off of your fifty. Okay. Nice. Eight. This will be a lashing out at him so and a free roll. attack on him. Free attack. Oh! One. That doesn't look good for Piercy. Uh, you, <laughs> you, you were so focused on the swing, you actually didn't get your shield in the way. Go ahead and take the rest of that 12 damage, uh, Sildren. Uh, oh, that sucks. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Tried to help. Dang. All right, and he's not done. He has one more attack. You, no, he does not. Uh, no, he slowed. He slowed. slowed. He gets a he gets a big thing in, and he gets just distracted for thoughts and says, "For Captain Jagged, for he is." And he just goes on this long rally, the greatest. And he's like, "Oh, my turn's over." Okay, uh, he is done. It is Piercy von Skeetenlever. You're just south of this guy. Yep. Um, and I do have panache from my previous tumble through, or tumble behind rather. And, um, and I do want to cast one warning towards you, Sildren. He is ge- being very reactive and watching you very closely as to what you do during your turn. And he's carry okay. on, carry on, Piercy. Still flat-footed? Uh, no. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Piercy will uh, take a swing, just a normal uh, swing at him. I don't run away! Oops, that was too... I'll take the first one. Oh, wow. 13, 14. 33. 33 is a hit. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be 13 points of damage. You, uh, you have a short sword. You slash him or, or slash him from behind. Yep. He's looking very brittle. More bones are dropping off of him. Um, and this time, he's going to do his finisher. Um, seeing as that made contact. Ah, I do it again. And Big finisher. Oh, yeah. 35. 35. 37. No, no, just 35. Nope. 35 is a hit. And then. Um, it was so close to being just a three. Uh, yeah, I know. It was looking really bad. Damage incoming. Damage incoming. It's the damage. And 27 points of damage. 27! Nice. He's all yours. Describe ah. it. Jersey's um, just slaughtering everybody tonight. It's great. It's time. Um, just kind of like the same tactic as before with the spiny lizard. Um, he just... He, Gets a little hole started, and then he comes back into the oh. same spot and just goes further this time. His his fist is in the 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 pirate's torso from behind, and the sword is poking out through the other side. 
All right. Uh, he crumbles away. He's bone. He's a skeleton guy, actually. So all these bones start crumbling. His skull is the last part. And before Piercy uh, kicks it out of the way and across the room, the skull says, for Captain Jagged! And you kick it around and bounce it and it clatters. You guys are in the circular area with some debris and hay. And it looks like there's a couple bedrolls and stuff where a bunch of these bony guys once uh, uh, were kept. Um, for quite some time. You are left in a mostly empty chamber now with a lift in the middle with Xanner just wanting to go there and pull on that lever just one more time. but we will stop there for tonight uh, as we are inside this middle spire. And thank you so much for tuning in. It was a blast. Uh, we are going to uh, stop now. We're going to record our after show because I'm very interested to hear what people have to say about the new virtual tabletop. If you've got pat- patron support, you can certainly tune in and listen to that in a couple of days. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.